0: <laughs> And save over 40% off again. That's trymiracle.com slash next lander to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello, Welcome back to another Next Lander podcast. We have some games to talk about this week. Some video games to talk about That's unusual for us. I know.
1: What are are those? What?
0: Uh, The video games or talking about them? Well, talking about them is this uh, field I think is going to be very, very popular, which is we share our opinions on games that we have played that mostly everybody else has played as well. (laughs) But for some reason, they listen to us talk about them. Uh, but I think it's going to be big. It's like eating food, right? Everybody eats the
1: food, but like I'm going to watch somebody eat food. And here we go. The bold, risky claim you're making here.
0: Hey, you know, listen, I like to think outside the box, like uh, one of those fast food restaurants, like uh, Taco Bell. You know what I'm saying? And think, uh, uh, go big or go to the border. So uh, oh, yeah, that's what Carl <laughs> Jr.
2: says. Yeah, that's
0: that's it. That's the one. Uh, we're going to get to stuff like Cult of the Lamb, Farthest Frontier, Hindsight. We've got Spider-Man on the PC, of all things. Into the Breach on a mobile device. What is happening? Mario Kart DLC. Cats the and o- dogs living <laughs> together. Mass hysteria. The only thing that gives me any stability is I will touch on Elden Ring at the end. The of course. The gift keeps on giving at the end. There. But before we get into that, I want to remind people that we have another podcast called the watch cast.
2: No, please no. let's give it the full title here. Okay. Sorry. The next lander watch Thank you very much. Yes. Now, now
0: who watches the Watchcast? Well, it's an audio podcast, but so you can listen to it. Uh, you can find, there's a free version, so you can find it wherever you're getting this podcast. If you're getting the free version of this, just look for the next lander watch Should be able to find it there this week on that free RSS feed. You can hear us talk about the hunt for red October with one drew Scanlon. That's right. Now, it is not a, it is, despite the name WatchCast, we are not watching it along with you. We have watched it already,
2: yes. and we share our opinions yes. on it. Yes.
1: Seen, seen some confusion about that. It is a discussion show, not a yeah. watch-along.
2: And yeah. I understand where that confusion comes from. There might have been a time in our life when we were doing commentaries over movies, possibly while drinking. And yeah. here's the thing, I'm gonna promi- not going to promise you I wasn't drinking when I was watching some of these other movies, but I Fair? wasn't when we talked about them.
0: And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, hey, we watched the movie. Now we're going to talk about a cast that URL was taken. So we didn't want to name it no, that yeah. Uh Also, uh, just while we're up here, we've got uh, an email address. If you ever
1: want to mm-hmm. send emails into this show, Brad, what's that email address? The email address is podcast at nextlander.com.
0: And then uh, we've also got uh, 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 merch up, and you can find the details about that over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash nextlander. Literally get the a little, post. It's right there at the top. It's right there at the top. Trying to get a little better about telling people what's out there at the
2: top of the show. You know, we're not natural self-promoters, which is maybe no. why my pr-, PR career did not really last a long time. <laughs> you know what? You're still the best person I
0: know at it. When uh, and that is that an insult? Hang on. <laughs> no. You're not, okay.
1: you're not self-promoting when you're in PR, right? Did you not did you did you also well, feel uncomfortable promoting other
2: people? You know what it is? Is the thing is that I kind of felt like I was because I genuinely loved the things that I was promoting oh. at Harmonix. I felt like I was a part of those things and I wanted to promote them. It's why I don't think I had much future in PR outside of that realm because if I had to promote something I didn't like, I don't think I'd be any good at it.
1: That is 100% the thing that has always not. I was never like that interested in crossing over in that direction anyway. But even if I had thought about it, really, that would be the thing that would stop me. Yeah. Mm. Is like <laughs> we spent way too long being honest what we think about things.
0: Hey, you guys, I'll sell anything. Just can put it in front of me. I'll do it. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't care. It's hard. I don't uh What, what would you I'm, not sell? What would I not sell? Oh, yeah. geez. That, that list is that list is much longer than the things I would sell. Uh, there's, I would not sell, this is kind of a problem we
2: run into sometimes. Would you sometimes sell seashells by the seashore?
0: If they are, uh, seashells that are not doing harm, maybe, but it's hard to find a brand that you look into and you're like, mm.
2: what if the seashell had microplastics in it? Okay. That's, well, no. Or forever
0: chemicals. Okay. Well, listen, 90% of the stuff I have and I've got transformers on my shelf that are basically made of forever chemicals and macro
2: microplastics, but you're doing the world a service by quarantining them to your basement. So they don't That's get right. out into the larger atmosphere.
1: I, I lock the door and yes. they don't get out there. Yes. The name of the game is containment. How about mm-hmm. arsenic? Would you sell arsenic?
0: There's gotta be an industrial use for arsenic that I could find. If you, like if I'm not were, just like, going to sell it on eBay or at any Joe off the street. Yeah. I have a license for that shit. Yeah. 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 Like I said, there's really only a few things I think I would feel comfortable getting out there. And personally being like, I think this is amazing. One are sun poppers. Those fucking chips are good. <laughs> those are just delicious chips and sun poppers just for listening. Get at me. I'll eat a whole bag of those. Two. There are a couple of brands of like wool clothing I really like uh, and that I feel like uh, I would go in for. I think maybe that's about it. Okay. There's there's a couple of tools I really like that um I would get in on. I like Lee Nielsen tools. They're very expensive. So I'd partly be doing it because I like the brand and partly because I just want them to send me stuff because Mm. they're so expensive that I can't buy the ones I like. You know what I mean? mean. That's already a little cloudy. That's already a little cloudy. Murky. Murky. Mercury. Mercury. I had a, uh, before we get into it, I want to share a little tale tale from the basement here. Okay. Because we do have a lot to get into. I had somebody come over, an architect come over, because we're we're trying to redo this basement, and the architect has to submit plans so you can get the permit, so you can redo the construction.
1: Hang on. Yeah. I apologize if I need you to give me a crash course in home ownership. Yeah. Well, you have to get a permit for an entirely internal remodel that doesn't, like, change the shape of the house at all?
0: Yes. Well, I'm, like we've talked about this before, but I think that is probably zone by zone, district by district, town by town, huh. state by yeah, state. Yeah, it's not
2: like there's not a blanket policy everywhere about that. But especially because if
1: it's a living space. Okay. Interesting. Wow. I I mean, I figured like if you were adding on like new building, you know, it's mm-hmm. like oh, I want building like an structural. extension off the back of the house, then mm-hmm. you probably need a permit for that, but like Well, listen, just... what if
0: what if I came into this basement and decided I was going to knock out all these supports for the rest of Whoa. the house? I would basement. support
2: you for that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like <laughs> or it's i was your like, house yeah yeah right exactly so like and i was like oh this is cool or i was like i'm gonna make a bedroom down here with no windows and no way only one little door to get out of like that would be bad so right? basically like you're building
2: bad. a sims prison down there
0: yeah also i'm gonna rent it out we're we right. cool with that that's cool so like you know i i understand why but i'm sure it's different again i i've I've talked to people in other parts of this country that are like, I built my entire house without a permit. I'm like, okay. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) I change, you know, maybe it's legal. I change a light receptacle here. I put a new light bulb in. Sometimes I have to get a permit. So it's, I think it's different. Uh, Our contractor, we usually just go with what they say. Hey, do you need a permit for this? And sometimes I'll look up what the town stuff is like, Hey, do I need a permit for this? Either way, the architect came in and, and, you know, She's uh she's a friend, uh like one of the parents of this is who this is my circle now. It's a parent of one of the kids we know. So she's kind of like a family friend. And um looking around the basement, the basement's kind of a mess. I'm already a little bit embarrassed because but you know, it's a lot of stuff. I don't care that much. But then she's like, Oh, is that a That's a toilet over there, right? And the toilet is um it's behind it's your neighbor the,
2: chair, wasn't it? That's what she pointed at.
0: <laughs> no, but it's it's a toilet that was here. After everything was gutted and the oh, our contractor who did that put a toilet in there just over the receptacle, over the drain, the sewage drain, and then put sheets of plywood around it, right? And on a hinge, right? That is that is the extent of the toilet. I have had my joust cabinet in front of that toilet for probably a year or, or so. And I said, the one now? and she's like that's the to- there's a that's the sewage hookup right there's a toilet in there i need to go look in there and measure that space um if you guys want to put a half bath or something in there <laughs> i think i said no <laughs> it's a no you you can't you, <laughs> oh no you that's can't. not dicey <laughs> at all <clears throat> oh no you can't you can't see that though no, i haven't looked in there in like a year i don't know what that looks like in there
2: that could be bad i I don't think that skeleton has finished rotting yet so (laughs) you might want to wait a little longer
0: and i think i was like do you really need to see it and she's like well i should measure the space and was like okay here let me look first and then you can look so i wheel the cabinet out of the way and then i look and i go do you really need to see it do you really need to see it And I don't know what happens. I think, I don't know where the stuff, I don't use it. I don't know where the stuff comes from, but it looked gnarly. It looked, you know, the water had evaporated all out of it. Um, It looked gnarly. It was bad. It looked like somebody had a bad day on that toilet.
1: Something, did something grow in there?
0: It wasn't that was growing necessarily, but stuff had died in there for sure. Mm. Uh, So she's like, all right. She's like, I've seen worse. Listen, I was like, okay. I was like, luckily, the light bulb above it had burnt out, so it was kind of dark in there. Uh, and then, so she went in there. It's a very small space. Like I said, it's just three sheets of plywood together for a little mm-hmm. box. And she's measuring, and I hear, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Uh, mm, uh, Seen uh, worse, huh? Uh huh. Just e. No, and then she. hear sure she wasn't it.
2: just using the toilet.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, and then I was like, "Oh man." She's like, "That wasn't so bad." It's like, okay. She's like, no, I just need to take a picture. And I said, with your flash on? <laughs>
2: she said, yeah. Alright, I have this NDA. I need you to sign them.
0: I <laughs> said, please don't share this with anybody.
2: Oh, basement toilet. Thank toilets. you for sharing that with the world, by the way. You're so uh, embarrassed that one person sees the toilet and then you're like, well, I'm just going to tell everyone that someone saw my embarrassing toilet. You know, my life philosophy is get in front of the embarrassing stuff. When mm. the
0: pictures go up, listen, everybody needs to know my story, which is I haven't touched that toilet. It's been basically sealed up. Whatever happened in there, that was between God and whatever died in there. I did not. I did mm-hmm. not do it. it Wasn't me. Are, are,
1: are you going to keep the toilet, or are you going to so get a new toilet? Like, because I feel like oh, I feel like one of the prime primary joys of homeownership would be going toilet shopping.
0: So I'm getting a new toilet. That okay. uh, that toilet was installed. You know, not it was installed like seven years ago, so it's not that old a toilet. But, um,
1: but yes,
0: it aged. I, I, <laughs> it's the miles on that toilet. Mm-hmm. I like again. I have never used that toilet. I think I did a num number one in that toilet i don't Um,
2: need to know
1: that extent of it i really don't (laughs) which one's number one which one's number two this isn't the fire escape
2: podcast dude we don't have to get into that (laughs) level of detail
1: oh you made it you made a tinkle is that what you're
0: saying yes a a sprinkle and a tinkle and then uh but like i said it's it's been it's been inaccessible uh so yeah i'm gonna i'll probably get a new toilet i prefer the drake toilet i'm if you're if you're wondering it's uh uh, the D-R-A-K-E toilet. It's the ones I bought for the upstairs ones. It's kind of a... You like it for the views? The,
2: is, is it oh, it's sorry, a, Drake thing? a Drake That's a Drake album uh-huh. joke, so there uh-huh. you go. Yeah. Is that, is that a brand or, it. It. or a design? Uh, I think
0: it's the to- it might be the Toto Drake. The, yes. Uh, I, And that's the, the toilet I, I have. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, But that's what it probably go in there. Love the We're, Drake. Love, love love the Drake we're gonna probably try and fit in a little a half bath, which is just you know like a toilet and a sink in
1: there, yeah, um maybe, how much is it gonna change your life to not have to go upstairs to use the bathroom? Not that much it's not a big house well fine,
0: yeah, yeah, I think i what I was thinking was, oh once I don't bring any food down here ever 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 because I'm always very paranoid about bugs down here, mm. but do I put a mini fridge down here once it's all mm. done and just? What would change my life is keeping some water down here, like a, like a Brita or something with water. Or possibly because, ooh, some kind yeah. of
2: branded energy drink. No, ah. <laughs> definitely
0: not. That fridge would basically just have a water filter in it. But I get okay. up to go get water a lot. So I think that would change things a lot. All right. Anyway, that's the tale from the SD the update from the basement. I'll let you guys know more. Tales from the basement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, as things progress. As things progress,
2: I don't have any tales, but I do want to give a quick shout out here to uh, Evo 2022, which consumed a lot of my weekend this past weekend.
1: I did not expect to hear that
2: from you or anyone on this podcast. I feel like you and I have had this conversation a couple of times. You're always surprised that I like watching (laughs) fighting games, and I I understand why. It's because I don't really play fighting games, especially not competitively.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Here's the thing I do play some fighting games, just not competitively. What happened at Evo that
0: got people like some kind of upset what was there was like some kind of big upset that i saw
2: there were a couple of things so i watched mostly main stage like top eight final type stuff um there was a very good run early on with mortal kombat 11 that was kind of the the opener on on saturday's main stage uh sonic fox got upset by by another player uh i forget exactly who won but uh it was you know, it was like he was kind of expected to do well as he always does, but uh he eventually got beat.
0: So is that the one that I saw because I don't check Twitter much, and then some stuff was happening in the news where I was like, I'm gonna go check Twitter. But all I saw were people posting like, Oh no
2: and then uh I think I know I which to, one you're talking about. So <laughs> I I'll, had to I'll back get there track in, that. Okay. I'll get there in a second. Sonic Fox did win Skullgirls this year, which was the Friday okay. night uh uh championship. Uh and I watched that. I watched a little bit of, of grand blue. I watched a little bit of uh king of fighters. I watched most of Tekken, uh, okay. which Tekken is always reliably good. I wasn't necessarily expecting to watch street fighter five, but then I remember this was the year that is probably going to be the last year for street fighter five mm. as a main stage Tekken or uh, Evo thing, because six has been announced. And even though we don't know exactly when that's coming out, there's a likelihood that we will be in time for next year's Evo. So I did end up watching it, And I think the thing you're referring to specifically is the player Idom, uh, who is a Queens local. uh, And he was in loser's bracket and worked his way through, I'm going to say, three of the top Japanese players anywhere, including Daigo, to get back into the finals. This must
0: be
1: it then, because... yeah. That was such a weird moment, because I pulled up this Verge story of, like, kind of Evo recap stuff that happened at Evo, and I scrolled down and hit a screenshot of you tweeting about IDOM in this Verge story at exactly funny. the moment that you started talking about IDOM.
2: Yeah, like, everyone was, like, completely glued to this. And I, you know, like, Street Fighter Five got better. I, I think it's, it can be fun to watch competitively. I've just never really been that invested in it. But this was, far and away, the most exciting Street Fighter finals I think I've watched, and... Part of it was because, you know, he's a local guy. I want to root for the local guy, but also he was just thrashing some of these guys. Like he huh. he put I think he put Daiko down in like a 3-1 set. And so he got to the final, he managed to reset the bracket because you know, it's the loser system where like if you're in losers and you get to the final, you have to win a full set to reset the bracket before you can win whereas the winners bracket guy can win at any time as long as he he gets 3 wins. Uh and It came down basically to the final round of uh, the reset bracket, like final match. It was down to a sliver of health at the very end. It was one of the tightest matches I have ever seen, and it was incredible. He lost ultimately, but like it was by a hair.
0: That must have been it because, again, it was just no context. I just saw people kind of be like, ah, and I was like, oh, God, what happened? Yeah, I was trying to figure it
2: out. The main thing also is just that EVO was live and in person again this year, and I'm going to give them credit. Whatever their masking policy was, they seemed to stick by it. I did not see most anyone pulling down their mask except to take a drink of water or possibly to say something to someone, but otherwise, the crowd, the players, everyone, fully masked up, seemed pretty committed to it, and the energy was just kind of off the charts. Like It had been been a few years since they had done an in-person EVO, and it was just really... It was just energetic. It was like electric to just watch that. That's cool. Yeah. Seems
1: like not a not a ton of news, like New Fatal Fury
2: coming. New Fatal Fury coming. I guess they're doing a Mark of the Wolves sequel.
1: Yeah, huh. the, the SNK tweet reads, after more than 20 years, Fatal Fury slash Garou is coming back. Yeah, so, yeah I
2: guess. so that's interesting. Yeah, there was um, like, they, they did a little teaser for a Tekken thing, but they did not say yeah. it's Tekken 8. So who knows? Well, maybe but it it could be but the thing is Tekken 7 is still doing very well so I imagine they're not in like a giant rush to get that thing out my only regret was that I could not stay up late enough to watch the Guilty Gear Strive finals which was the last one my only criticism and my only piece of feedback to the Evo folks is could maybe next year you think about East Coast viewers just a little bit more when scheduling your finals because by the time Street Fighter was over it was like midnight on Sunday night and I'm like I can't stay up for this whatever old man Get I wanted to watch there. it, but I couldn't. You wanted to watch? You'd stay up, all right? You, I got fogey. shit to do on Mondays. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I can't. I can't stay up until four in the morning watching Guilty Gear, <laughs> though. I, no, no disrespect to anyone who can. I just couldn't. God, uh, is it really that late? It, I mean, those those blocks usually are blocked out between three and four hours. So that's that is pretty late.
0: On a on a, on a kind of just tangential note, on an Evo note, um, uh, I, I think EVOs. The highlights of EVO are always great. Like yes. I, I like watching that stuff. I, I like watching crowds erupt. My my kids we were we were watching. I want to show my kids some some stuff. They had asked me at one point like what's the wildest thing you've ever seen in video games? Uh my kids asked. Mm-hmm. Me. And I said, "Oh man, we we're uh, cuz we were we were talking about some sports stuff and my my wife we were t- got into the discussion like is chess a sport? They said, yes, I think it is." And I was like and she said, "Well, are video games sports?" And I was like, "Well, you know, like I think some are." And I was talking about Tetris, and I said, "There's some wa- there's some wild stuff I've seen in Tetris." And they're like, "What's the wildest thing you've ever seen in video games?" And it's that uh, Grandmaster's Tetris stuff from Awesome Games. I don't know if you guys remember. I like, do remember. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, so I showed them that, and they're like, "Is that? Do you have anything else that is just incredible from video games?" And I was like, "Well, there's one other thing that I always think is uh, every time I watch it is bananas, and it's that you know that Daigo long. Uh, Yeah, 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 video, and, you know, I feel like you have to understand a little bit about the mechanics of the game there to really appreciate it, but my son was like, holy cow, and, like, he's never really played a fighting game, but even he kind of was like, that's amazing, I want to watch that again, you know, because I was kind of explaining, too, like, hey, you have to match the input every single uh, frame here. that is
2: not like a just hold the block button kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and I was watching it again, when I was, I haven't watched it in a while. I got chills again watching that thing. It's it's still an incredible moment. Yeah, that's got to be up there in like video game. Like top three competitive. Mm-hmm. It's got to be right. As I don't watch sure. a lot
2: of competitive stuff, but
0: it's it's a combination of what's happening and the crowd, you know, just. You can erupting. hear the roar just like
2: building and building <laughs> as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That it's, it's, I'm sure something must have taken its place by this point, but, uh, uh, that's because I don't, there's so much competitive sports, uh, e now. I'm sure something has had that kind of earth shaking moment, but
1: uh. <laughs> wow, that's another weird coincidence. I was just about to say the earth shaker moment at, uh, which international TI five, the international five, the $6 million echo slam,
0: well, I don't know what that is.
1: It was, it was an, Earth, it's like, Earth, is that Earthshaker's ult? I can't remember if Echo Slam is his ult or not. Maybe not. It could be. Anyway, the character is in fact named Earthshaker. <laughs> Earthshaker. And, and it was essentially the play that won them the $6 million. Oh, wow. Grand per, grand okay. Prize. That is a big purse. It's like the Echo Slam heard around the world or whatever. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I think TI prize purses have gotten way bigger since then. Really? I'm pretty sure. It's a team purse, though, right? Like you split yeah, it. Yeah, it's split, split five ways. Okay. Um, I mean, that's still. That's not that's nothing. Long. No. Oh, wow. Last year's international, the prize pool was $40 million. Oh,
0: my gosh. Wait. Is, and that's wow, for one team? Wow, inflation has will come for that? everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, say again. That's one team will get that? I don't know if that was just a grand prize or if that was split across the whole tournament. Oh, okay. Uh, duh, 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 surpassed. Um,. I think that might be for the entire thing. Okay, but so most most of that is like going to go to the winner and the second place team. Man, that's wild.
0: Yeah, that's that's got me. Wouldn't you win one and just never play? Again? Again? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: maybe, maybe you love what you do. Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, cetera, I mean, you cetera, could keep
2: winning $40 million if you're good at it. So why not, I, right? I guess, I, but would
0: you still be sponsor or anything? Just be like, I just, oh, yeah. I just have oh, yeah. five million. Like, I'm saying if once you're more like, sponsors that way. <laughs> once yeah, I more have more. five million, I'm like, I don't really, I'm okay. I'll play when I want.
1: I, dude, yes. If I won a prize pool like that, nobody would ever see me again.
0: <laughs> I heard tales. He just vanished into the backwoods of, I don't know where you'd go. <gasps> I don't know. I'd, the Midwest moved,
1: moved to rural Chattanooga. Anywhere yeah. I can get that 10 gigabit internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right.
0: He ran his own line, but $5 million worth of fiber and ran it himself. Folks, we are going to get into the video games now. Thanks for joining us on this little tale of Evo and, and dark bathrooms. But f- now we're going to talk, speaking of the darkness cult of the lamb, a game where the, the demo came out, um, during one of the fests, the next fest, maybe on, uh, on steam. And then, uh, that was a little while ago, but the game is out as of this recording officially, I think on Thursday. Uh, so, uh, Alex, you have played some, Brad and I had played the demo. Mm -hmm. I played a chunk of the final game. It's, um, it's in the demo. At least the setup is you are being sacrificed. You are a lamb. You are some kind of last of your kind. There are the dark gods that seem like they want to have their way with the world. You are some prophesized, uh, hindrance to that plan. You are executed, you are brought back by your own god, benevolent or evil, I don't know. It is
1: in
2: shackles, so you can maybe read a little into what (laughs) might be going on there.
1: It kind of seems like their version of death.
2: Yeah. Or the devil. Like
1: the Lord of the Underworld type guy. Yeah. Who is being being imprisoned by the other four gods who killed you. The
0: other four gods also seem kind of Cthulhu-esque, old Um, god-ish.
1: I really enjoyed the moment where you meet up with this underworld death figure. And he's like, I'll bring you back to life. You just have to start a cult for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Get Someone's got to do it.
0: Get your little cult, uh. cult Pope hat. Uh, and then you kind of, um, I don't know, like you, you it's not a rogue. Describe it, Alex. It's,
1: it's, it's,
0: it's, is, ro- ro- is
2: it rogue? It has some y parts. I mean, the thing is, so there's two main aspects of this game. Anytime you go out into the world on a run. There is a progression of a few different stages uh, where you're kind of like, once you complete the area, you move on to the next and you have some path choices. Mm-hmm. But in those areas where there is combat, you're kind of moving from room to room, exploring. Sometimes you'll find like a merchant that gives you like a tarot card, which is yeah. like different abilities that you can use for the rest of that run. Uh, other times it's just combat encounters. It's, yeah. yeah,
1: it is It is extremely, extremely Hades or like name your favorite kind of yeah. top-down room-based action roguelike. I mean, it's got the... Here's the room where you stumble into a guy with a bunch of cards, and he flips the cards, and one and they're random buffs that you get to pick from. Yeah, yeah. and you he know it's a shopkeeper.
2: Both, it's got both melee and range combat stuff, uh, and I'm not sure if there are more abilities that come around after that, but that's what I've gotten so far. And when you're done with those runs, because the in order to unlock those boss fights, you have to kind of go through their little areas a few times, and and collect the things you need to collect, finish some quests. And when you're done with all that stuff, you go back to this area that is, uh, I'm just going to call it your compound. Uh, (laughs) It is where you bring the people you rescue and then indoctrinate into your cult, who essentially become your little minions, your workers. Uh, You can build stuff. Like, there is a whole resource management aspect of the game. You have to provide food for them. You have to provide beds for them. You can build like farming areas, all kinds of stuff. And you can assign tasks to them, yeah. right? Yes, harvesting that's things.
1: The, that's the part for me where it becomes a full on management sim. Like, I think that that is the twist here. Like, the roguelike part is super familiar, but then you get into some combination of Viva Pinata and Monster Rancher and like Stardew Valley, you name it. You know, yeah. like it's that, that thing. It's all like, yeah, you can have your cultists go do jobs. You can build farms that generate food for you. It's full on resource management. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a neat
2: mix. There's also a whole, you know, I mean, there's there's also a faith element to it where you are building, like, you know, shrines, you can build, like, an actual temple, and then that is the thing you use to, like, there's currency that comes out of that that you can use to upgrade some of your abilities, but also aspects of the compound, um, and, you know, the the thing I will say about it is that I think the management stuff is really interesting, Uh, I think the combat is fine. It is, it is fun, and there's, like, a decent weapon variety, and it feels like it's, it's just challenging enough, but not, at least not on the default, like, main difficulty. It's not terribly hard. Uh, I think your mileage will mostly be very, uh, like, how into the management stuff you are. I think that is kind of where the real hook is. Also, just, you know, how much you're willing to tolerate a game that kind of treats the concept of a cult extremely frivolously, because... (laughs) The cult thing is very frivolous. Like, they just really just kind of lean into the gag of it.
1: I, I I like the vibe of this game, the look and the tone, and I feel like that's a pretty big compliment because the, what they're going for would be so easy to do poorly. Oh, yeah. Like, the I think, did we say this on the Planorama? Somebody said somewhere on one of many podcasts that it's got almost a Powerpuff Girls kind of look to
2: it. Yeah, it had, like, the giant heads, like, the, you know, little tiny bodies and, yeah. you know, big eyes.
1: And it's like two D in a three D space. Like all the characters are clearly like two D sort of cutouts that cast a flat shadow on the mm-hmm. plane. That there's, you know what I mean? Kind like of that Paper Mario part. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Or or Parappa or something like that. Very much. Very
0: nicely uh, animated as well. Yeah. Good yeah. Art. It,
1: it's, I think it's more the writing that could have been bad, but I think is actually quite good. It's solid. Like it's got. It's got this. It's got this really grim, macabre, like haughty kind of tone to it that is very easy to do poorly. But but the, 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 the like their turns of phrase are very clever and and work well, have a good cadence to them.
0: What what happens when you die, Alex? Because in, in I don't demo, know. I haven't it's... died yet. Oh, wow. OK. Well,
2: well, I
1: see. <laughs> I, I see. Well, I I've know. only
2: gotten through the first area and beaten the first boss that that's like, the, first area.
1: the first first like sub boss or the first of the four bosses,
2: the first of the four bosses. Oh, wow. OK, how many. Yeah.
1: So how many how many of like they have minions that I guess the minions, the named minions are the ones that you defeat and then turn to your cold, right? Yes. And there there are also just like
2: random like sacrifice victims that you will like, you will come upon. And as long as you beat all the enemies, you can rescue them too.
1: Okay. Like, how many, how many like kind of minor bosses do you have to go through before you get
2: to one of the big four? My recollection is four and then the fifth was the actual boss fight, but it might have been the, might have been five and then six. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was close, something close to that.
1: Okay. Um, what's the what is the upkeep like in the management stuff because there's like hunger there's also faith like does that stuff drop rapidly to the point that you really have to worry about keeping it
2: up or? so you have to talk to your cult members uh, there, you get an ability at a certain point that just lets you read their minds uh, so you can see what is on their mind and like what interactions they've had with the other cultists you know what their morale is and you can do things like you can bless them which gives them a little bit of morale boost you can give them gifts that you find in the levels uh, as items That gives a much bigger morale boost. Um, And then once they become completely devout, I think they're a little more like you don't have to manage them quite as closely, Mm. but you have to do things for them, like build beds for them. You know, make sure you're cleaning up all the poop that's everywhere, because that does seem to get everywhere, apparently. But you can turn that into fertilizer to make berry bushes and all that kind of goofy stuff.
0: Uh, What do you think so far?
2: I think it's neat. I think uh, it's really going to live and die by like what the challenge ramp is. And, you know, like if the combat starts to vary it up a little bit as time goes on, I think right now it's fine for what it is, but it's not super engaging, but it's fun. And I think the management stuff is kind of neat and it seems pretty detailed. So I I'm having more fun engaging with that part of it.
1: I'm Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of this as well. Do you? Do you guys ever just like feel good when you have one of these in the hopper? Does that make sense? How do I feel like this goes to my tendency to shove video games in my cheeks for the winter? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like having one of these on the back burner. It's nice to have something something that's run based that you can just jump. It's like, I'm going to do a run. I'm going to like do Mm. a 20 minute run in this game. It'll be self-contained, then I can just stop.
2: I yeah, know. you can you can churn through any one of those sections, at least the ones i played so far, usually in like 15 to 20 minutes. And right. that feels like you can, and then you just do your little management chores and then you save and then you come back. Yeah, like this is definitely one of those games. And I feel like this one might not be super long, so mm-hmm. it isn't going to be like a giant time suck for the rest of the year. So we'll see. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I like, do. I, I do agree with you. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I had the same thing,
1: same feeling with like Dead Cells and the Rogue Legacies and Hades. You know, it's just like Hades nice was my have,
2: one of those recently. It's nice to have a rogue like. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is available on pretty much everything. It looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm
2: playing on PC, but it is on I think most console stuff.
0: Uh, $25 yeah, twenty five dollars and again out uh, this week. So pretty Cult, good. Cult of the Lamb. Pretty Check good. Check it out yeah seems like it I um from what I played again just the demo part I want to get more into the management stuff so yes uh, I would like to see what's going on there uh all right let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about a few more of these games we have over here stick around this week's show is brought to you by rocket money uh, rad shoemaker alex navarro
2: I bet you guys have subscriptions I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions. And at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore. You had to
0: take time out of your day. My busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything, to find those subscriptions and cancel them. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle?
1: I am just a walking monthly bill at this point. <laughs>
0: It's the world we live in. If you need help, boy. Guys, I got some uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. Monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but in reality, the number is closer to 200. My god. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. All right, we are back. And uh, let's go. Speaking of the management sim stuff, played a game called Farthest Frontier. You guys uh, familiar with this one at all?
2: Okay, hang on. Not Farthest Frontier. It's Farthest Frontier. You One got word a, at the at you, the end there.
0: Yeah, a frontier. Yes. Uh, so this is very much a town. Hmm, what are these games called? Like city, town, medieval town, city management.
1: Uh, a hamlet. Like when I village. think
0: of, it's not like hamlet yeah,
1: management. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, this is basically Sim Village Ham Management. Um. Yeah.
0: So it's got. I love the the, the style of this game. It's very. Um, zoomed out camera, which, you know, I love, mm-hmm. and it's got this uh, look to it that almost looks like age of empires, but you're building, uh, it's in early access. I should say it's not out quite yet, so it's still early access, but you're building pretty complicated systems within this, uh, uh, this, this little village, to the point where you sh- the the story, quote unquote, opens up with a little narrative of, you got sick and tired of living under your feudal lord, so you and a bunch of people packed your wagons and decided to set out and go make your own go of it uh, in some other field. And again, it's early access, not a lot of tutorializing in, at this stage, so you're, you're a little bit out on your own, but I was able to pick up most of the stuff. If you're familiar with these types of games, you've got wood, you've got food, um, uh you're you're trying to get resources but it's got mechanics which i have not seen too much of it's got a seasonal thing which i know some games have had where hey the winter's coming things are going to change the landscape is going to change but you can build things like a smokehouse to preserve your food You're, you're dropping you have to drop wells in there is um uh um Favorability ratings for where you're putting your housing. If you put like your tanning uh, uh establishment near your housing, people won't want to move in there. Like that, that it kind of ruins the stink of it.
1: Mm-hmm. You put your, <laughs> Goddamn zoning proclamations! Here, <laughs>
0: exactly. You're able to build dirt roads to get people to move faster. But you could upgrade those roads later on. I haven't gotten there yet. You plant your crops seasonally, uh so you and and you do crop rotation. So actually, once you build your farm, you're like okay. You've got, um, you've got a window here. It's kind of a, a like crop management. You can do twelve bars of crops. Planting lettuce takes up seven. What do you want to do for the other five bars of it? Right? Do you want to like refertilize, like that kind of thing, within the season? And then the timer's going, so you have to plant within the. It's it's neat. Yeah, I'm I'm like really enjoying it. Got got kind of invested in it to the point where it feels now. This is a lot to say, so don't take me as like. Some kind of like I know anything about how towns are built, but it had the feeling of, oh, all right, let me put it like this mm-hmm. of old Manhattan versus new Manhattan, of, oh, okay, you know, like the lower, lower parts of Manhattan where it's all higgledy piggledy, streets go all this way, there's no city planning really. And then as things evolve, you're like, oh, let's just make a grid. So my town started off with like, oh, I I just need to get some houses down. I just need to do this. And now I'm starting to get into And then Robert Moses came
2: along and fucking broke everything.
0: (laughs) Every dirt road leads to a park. It's so... uh so now I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to tear down the old neighborhood. Sorry, but we, we kind of planned out better over here. We're it's building better. condos now, so <laughs> oh, you need to leave. It'll be better. It's going to be better. Uh, they're gonna we're be a, a clover little, leaf. It's going to be a little <laughs> closer together. This plot takes up a little too much land. Mm-hmm. We could fit more people in here. It's going to be fine. You're going to have a
2: well right Public in the middle Public transit? Of <laughs> mm, yeah. What if we had some kind of Hyperloop device where you could just drive a car into a tunnel? <laughs> you drive your horse into a yeah. tunnel. Uh, it's an electric horse
0: people get sick they get dysentery if you don't have soap and stuff they get cholera you have to build the, the people do not like the thing that makes soap which i understand as i as far as i understand soap making which is basically mostly involved. fight club so that's about the extent of my soap making knowledge um but it's it's neat i, l- I like what's going on there i wish there was a little bit more hand holding for some of that stuff but again once i once i kind of got the general vibe of the food production mm-hmm. that I, I felt like I was off to the races
2: uh, uh, and going a bit more. Uh, like, would, it, you
1: say, would you say SimCity is like the, the best comparison? Or like the
2: way you're describing it, it almost sounds like a way less depressing version of something like Frostpunk. So it's, I got Frostpunk vibes
0: from yeah. it. It's, it's less, so it's definitely not urban planning. I think that's SimCity, right? Urban, yeah. it's, this is. That's like modern. It's got more detail than at least the Sim Cities I'm familiar with, um, where I'm not just setting up the grid. I'm dealing with the people. Mm-hmm. Like there are name, there are people, and they have jobs, almost like a, uh, not necessarily like a sieve, but like you click on the person, it tells you where they're going, what their job is, and where where they're kind of housed. Uh, it's it's that level of detail. I mean, again, I'm there are plenty of games like this. It just seems to be dragging in a bunch of elements from my favorites and putting them into one game, which I, I'm really enjoying so far. Interesting. There is, there is some, like, defense and action and combat. Uh, so far, it's mostly been Predators, but I did see when setting up the game, you can... Wait, that game's got Predators in it? It's got the Predator, uh, and he comes and... Man, you he really has been to,
2: like, every era of humanity.
0: <laughs> no, it's got, like, wolves and stuff, but, you know, you you can build, a, an, a, you know, your armed forces to fight off raiders and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Uh at least that's the setup for the game is like hey do you want to not be invaded by raiders and i was like no no give me the i want the true experience here out in the- out in the wilds i don't know what the um i don't know what the technology progression becomes i don't mm-hmm. think this is an age of empires where suddenly we're going to be flying on jets you know somewhere but you know you do upgrade your town center to the next tier so you could build the better buildings in that style but it seems more like Better buildings of the era. Of, gotcha. Oh, now okay. you can build a marketplace. Not Eventually,
2: basketball. you'll get a trebuchet, and that's the end of it.
1: I mean, I don't know. I hope so. Uh, this, is, uh, this, is the, this is the same developer as Grim Dawn, which I did not realize. Yeah, very different. I have, I have not played. Like Grim Dawn is more of a... Is it Victorian? Is that the setting? It's, it's a Diablo-ish kind of game.
0: Yeah, I'd say Victorian, but, maybe a little steampunk-ish, if I remember correctly. I, I liked Grim Dawn. I thought it was solid. Uh, did they make two of them? I, think it, I might don't, have made two
1: of it looks like they just put out a ton of expansions for it. Oh, that would okay. Track. Okay. okay. It's like four or five of them. Um, yeah, farthest frontier. Uh, is it Cave the name of the developer? Uh, Crate. Crate. Sorry. The the wonderfully named Crate Entertainment. Crate. It's Crate. Uh, I I like it. It's, uh, oh, far, it looks cool. It farthest looks cool.
0: frontier. Yeah, it's. You know, it it is a game of a type and I think I like that type and it's got it's got a minutia which I like about it. Uh the the structures and stuff. Again, just maybe a little bit more tutorializing in some of the bits there, but again, early access uh out now if you're looking for it on the PC, 30 bucks to get in on that. That is. Can I uh
1: can I just interject real quick before we move on? I I apologize for continuing to bring up old stuff every episode, mm. such as the nature of my midlife crisis, but on WinWorld PC, that site I'm getting all these old operating systems from mm-hmm. to run an 86 box. They also have floppy installers for SimCity 1.0. Oh, okay. I original 16 color SimCity from 1989. I was thinking maybe we should take a look at it.
0: I played a lot of SimCity on the Commodore 64.
2: Wait, this version? I mean,
0: I've not. I, wow. I've, whatever Commodore 64 version was out at the time is what I played. I, I
2: played the PC oh. and the SNES version from that around that time. I
1: never saw a SimCity before 2000, I want to say.
2: Okay. Oh, so did and you, did you never play the Super Nintendo version?
1: No, no, no. I played a bunch of that one at my okay. friend's house, but I never, I never owned it. But Oh, is it is it very similar to this very first PC one?
0: The, the SNES one? It is, I, like, I played on the Commodore 64, so it was all blocks uh, and so colored blocks.
2: That game is just SimCity, but they added the professor guy. They added the little, like, boons you can build, like, you know, the water park or the, you know, the, the, the various, like, just, like, landmark things that you can build. None of that stuff was in the original PC version, mm-hmm. I remember. But the actual layout of that game is very similar.
1: Yeah, I, functionally. I, I want to say the SNES one was developed in Japan.
2: It might have been. I think, I think right? Maxis, like, had oversight on it, but it was done by Nintendo, if I remember correctly.
1: That, that sounds right. Some, something along those lines, I could be wrong. It's anyway, genuinely maybe, one of the maybe, best
2: SimCities, period. Like, the Super Nintendo okay. one. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. I love that game. I just uh, Maybe maybe this old PC version is not as unique as I thought. But. If you
0: go back, the map, you'll be shocked how small those maps are. Like, they're, they're... I guess maybe... Remember when they did the reboot of SimCity and they put you on those little, like, weird islands? Like, those, those like, zones you had to b- build in a zone, and then you leave the zone to go build in another zone. Oh, he you mean
1: did. you mean the you mean the 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 infamous SimCity? City? Yes, yes, the yes. one that
0: the, I guess you could say the one that killed Sim City. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, I just want to keep building, and it's like, no, you got a zone. You what if you had a little
2: patch something. of land, and then you just built another city somewhere else that you just dumped yeah. all your garbage in? <laughs>
0: Truck all your waste into that. That land. game was
2: such a bummer,
0: man.
1: Yeah, that was kind of. Oh man, they've got original Sims or uh, sorry, original Civ here. Oh wow, I might have my original Civ box
0: over
2: here. Okay, I'm sorry. When you keep saying original Civ, I keep thinking you're saying original Sin, and it's just very funny Uh, to think of it as like biblical original Civ.
0: The original Sin over here is uh, having Civ. I think it's Civ too, though, which is also very
2: good. I mean, again, everyone's first Civ is the original Civ.
0: There you go. I love Civ. Or I played a lot of that original Civ. Alex, you know a thing or two about Civ,
2: mostly about original Civ, which for me is Civ Five.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, another game uh, quickly here, or nah, not that quickly, but uh, another new one that uh, came out. Hindsight. Hindsight. This was a uh, one that I must have been shown at an Annapurna. It was. It
2: was shown at one of the recent conferences.
0: I uh, know uh, the recent showcase, but it... so. <laughs> It's kind of a narrative adventure it's the the gameplay is mostly set up to where you are spinning or orbiting a camera around a scene and I'm trying to use the terminology I think will make the most sense and the next scene will be masked inside of another object so say um say somebody's holding a candle. You can see through the shape of the candle the next scene and you're kind of orbiting the camera to find like the see where you need to click in that scene, like on a character. Or OK, something. Or, I see where
2: you're going with this. Yeah,
0: it's like, um, you know, when I say masking, I mean, it's like punched through like a like an alpha mat or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's a lot of the gameplay is like, oh, you're in this scene. You orbit the camera. Oh, I can see through this birdhouse let me find the next scene. And then once you see it, you click into that scene and it expands out and you're in the next scene.
1: It's a, ver- I mean, it's all, all still life, right? Like mm-hmm. it's all like time is frozen. Kind yeah. of stuff.
0: It's a very personal story. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it seems to be the tale of, uh, you know, uh, this child who's cleaning up the, uh, out the apartment of her recently deceased mom. This is what I'm getting from the story so far and is, walking through the memories of her childhood as she's kind of doing that it seems extremely personal and which makes it a little hard for me to say i don't think it's grabbing me like Mm -hmm. i don't think i don't think that story is pushing me along with the gameplay to to really get through it um the the gameplay isn't that engrossing to where i need a little bit more of a hook on the story but it's a personal story so it's like Mm -hmm. I, i assume not of a lot of its I would not be surprised if it's a true story. You know, it seems like a very... I mean, some aspect of it was. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know on this one okay. in, in terms of uh, kind of propellant to keep me going.
2: I, I... The thing you're describing to me actually does sound interesting to me, and I think I do want to check this out, but I can see how like it really kind of lives and dies by how willing you are to go along with the narrative beats.
0: It seems stretched out. Mm-hmm. In a way that it takes a while for beats that you kind of feel like are coming. That a personal story doesn't have to be exceptional, right? We don't need to tell the tale of some exceptional thing that happened, but it feels very familiar in a way. Mm-hmm. A lot of these beats of like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is this is tough, this is childhood. Well, these things. And at, at the same time,
2: hard. let's I, as much as you know. Again, I haven't played this one, so I don't know exactly how it handles this stuff. But I think narrative adventures about grief are actually weirdly common now? Yeah. Like, not I, in oh a yeah. bad way, just like, I, it just feels like there are, that is a thing that is being explored a lot in these kinds of games.
1: I, I don't want to get out over my skis here, or whatever the term is, like, I, but I, I looked at this and kind of assumed that it might be pretty melancholy from the stuff I looked at, and, like, I feel like I've only got so much capacity for, for feeling sad while playing video games at the moment.
2: It's, See, I have a it. boundless uh, need for sadness, so I can probably deal with it, but... I think
1: for
0: me, it's not even necessarily the, um, I haven't found it completely overwhelming emotionally. It's, it's a lot of dealing with the complicated nature of a parental and child relationship Mm -hmm. and, and, you know what, what that's like. And, you know, in this particular case, you know, the, the mom is Japanese. I think, I think the dad is not, and there's some tension in the cultural stuff of passing that along to a child. Uh, and you know, the child resisting and wanting to and not do it. And, and that, that stuff to me is maybe the more interesting. Cause it's not in some ways it's, it's, it's familiar, but not familiar. It, you know, it, it's a little more like, Oh, okay. This is an interesting perspective versus the, you know, Hey, I listened to music with my dad on the porch and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, that's childhood. You know, that's, that's
2: what you would do. we have all been there.
0: Yeah. And the relationship with the dad is interesting, but you kind of, you kind of get the sense of where it's going, or at least I did if if i were to say hey they build up this tension with the mom and it always seems like the dad is in the background having a great relationship with the kid right mm-hmm. and you kind of get the sense of like oh in this story where is that going to head to soon um i don't want to give it can away envision. yeah but you can kind of envision maybe where that heads to because it's it seems focused on the mom and the, and the dad or sorry the mom and the, and the kid but uh I found the, the gameplay interesting for a little bit and then a little like, okay, this is, it's not that varied, right? You know, there's, there's, there's some variance in there. I'm not trying to dismiss it again. I think, I think it's going to kind of live and die by how much that you want to work through that story and see it to its conclusion.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it kind of flew under the radar, I think, because it's an Annapurna release. Mm-hmm. And I feel like normally those get a little more promotion than this one has. Yeah. Or stray just came out. And Stray got a ton of promotion. So that could have overshadowed it to some degree.
0: Yeah. You know, I never wound up checking out uh, memoir blue, which, which seemed to be in this style or in the, in this, uh, section of the game video game store. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, uh, in there and I, uh, I am curious to still check that out, but, uh, this, this one hindsight it's $15 it's available. I think, um, not only on the switch and PC, but it might be also
1: on, uh, iOS. Oh, God. Uh, you, I, I don't know why you just desperately made me wish for some like mom and pop 80s video rental style <laughs> video game store. And that being the only way that I discover video games from now on. Here's what? the Greek it's
2: section. I'm, I'm going to
1: stop by the video game store on Friday evening and like go look at what do they got in the action? What's new in the action section this
2: week? Just Yeah, uh, what's Larry's pick this week?
1: <laughs> just just don't go through the beaded door.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, That's listen, where all the hentai games are.
1: Those... Those were
0: not bad ways to have a, at least when you're a kid, a curated colli- or section,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just picking, just picking video games based on the cover art and nothing mm-hmm. else.
0: And if your yeah. system will run it, you know, check those system specs. Yes. That's hindsight uh, available now. $15. All right, Alex. Yeah. Let's get into the chunk of stuff here that is um, uh, not necessarily new, but new ish there is new old stuff going is new on. again yeah. shall we say what's
1: up with
2: spider-man on
0: the pc
1: time to catch up
2: what's up with spider-man on the pc is they put spider-man on the pc how are those puddles fine i don't know like <laughs> okay Dude, so that's i played my through, spider-man joke that's all yeah i yeah. played through like the first 90 minutes or so of it like you do that first big fight uh this is the 2018 game this is the one the first marvel spider-man from insomniac uh, I did that whole bit with, like, you know, you go through Fisk Tower and, and take down uh, the Kingpin, and then you kind of get out into the city and start doing some other stuff. So I, I jumped around a little bit there. Um, main thing to report is that on my PC, which is pretty beefy, except for the video card, which is a 2070, which is not bad. It's just not, you know, like, top of the line. Yeah, it okay. seemed to run pretty well. Okay. Um, uh, well, on like what settings are on like a so I just went with whatever they defaulted okay. to and they defaulted me to 4k like high not ultra on most things and you know I tried with the HDR on though the HDR did not look great on the PC version to my mm. eyes that also could be my total inability to tune HDR stuff um, but like I'd seen some reports going around that maybe on mid-range PCs that, c- that game is struggling a little bit on some of the higher settings I have not really run into that. I had a couple of cutscenes where it felt like the camera whipping around maybe chugged a little bit, hmm. but most of the open world stuff I was doing, I did not see swinging any issue. was fine. seemed to run pretty smoothly. Okay, um, I, I most of the in the building combat seemed to run just fine, even with all the explosions going off and stuff. It looked good. Like it looks like you know the kind of the the best version of that game, though it is still very much that game
0: it definitely got a lot of bells and whistles on that PC release when just kind of refreshing uh what they have what they've added and it seems like yeah, a- like it
2: has upscaling you know like DLSS like it has you know it it feels like they threw kind of everything they could to make it like a nice looking PC port
1: yeah do I mean- you turn on any of the ray tracing stuff
2: i d- if i d- it may have been on by default i didn't really notice
1: i might i, I might have to grab this one and and I just like messing with ray tracing stuff. We, we just got the yeah. one code in, so I have not tried this one yet. But the, the, the trade-off that happened on the PS5 with Spider-Man was, I think out of the gate, it was just performance and fidelity, basically. Right. Or maybe there was also a fidelity with ray tracing. I forget. It got, it got extensive, the number of modes they offered. <laughs> at some point, they offered a performance RT. In fact, I think that might have been the first PS5 game to do that, where it's like, hey, you can have ray tracing at 60 frames a second. Right. The thing, the thing that happened, the trade-off was the, or at least the one I noticed, was the crowd density, the number of people wandering around the city and stuff like that went way down. Okay. So, so and it ended up feeling lifeless enough that I was like, I need, I need, I need these crowds. I need, I need foot traffic in this New York for this to feel real. And so I turned it off. I, I, wonder, I wonder if you can get the best of all worlds in this version. I wonder if you can get like, I mean, obviously you can brute force performance on PC, but then get the full ray tracing, the full right. cra- crowd density, like everything, I would assume. Um, I mean, you know, in- like the, the, the digital foundries will do their analyses and we'll know for sure, but I would, I, would, I would expect this might actually be a pretty big step up from the even the PS5 version.
2: You know, I can actually check the settings on this thing real fast and see what they had on by default, see if that was already on there. I can tell you that from what I played, the crowds at least seemed like they were the normal amount okay
1: yeah I, I would I would expect and hope certainly that they had kind of gone full tilt on every setting in yeah this. they let
2: you uh there's a little launcher thing that lets you check the settings before the game oh, starts right. so okay. I'm just gonna check that out real fast here while we're um, on the subject
1: uh, interesting Nix, nix's nix's software is actually listed as a co-developer on Steam like Sony bought them last year was it whenever that was if you remember like they're a they're a like long time and very respected PC port house. Like they've done a bunch of console ports to PC, and they do very good work. So
2: yeah, okay. So they turned off ray trace reflections uh, by default. Okay. So cool. I did not have that on, but I can check that. But yeah, basically, like it is, it is not on by default, at least on the system that I have.
0: And one of their bullet points here also, which is kind of interesting, is they have uh, dual sense support out of the gate here on the pc mm-hmm. so you can get haptic, the haptic feedback and dynamic triggers on the, if you use a dual sense which is i don't know if i've seen a game touting that before
1: i'm not sure actually yeah,
0: yeah. i'm mostly you, the xbox controller on, i mean the on dual the sense has
2: worked on pc for a while now so yeah i but guess just that the, doesn't surprise me
0: right just to, to have the the triggers and stuff is it's neat it's yeah, a neat, or at least a I mean, bullet point.
2: My, my feeling on this, you know, I guess. So, so I didn't have ray tracing turned on. But the thing is, like, I, I don't know that a ray trace Spider-Man is enough to make me play through that entire game again. Hmm. But, you know, if you haven't played through this entire game, this seems like a great way to do it.
0: Totally. Yeah. If you're yeah. out of the Sony ecosystem, it, that great, game's awesome.
2: Great yeah.
1: damn game.
0: Sixty dollars. Maybe a little um, too
2: long for what it is, but it is yeah, still a very good game.
1: Yeah, the open world stuff, I think, wears out. It's welcome a little bit, but the story is so good.
2: Yeah. The story's really solid. The writing's really solid. Like, other than the whole helping the cop stuff thing, which is a little overbearing, like, that stuff. is, But otherwise, like, I think it's a very good Spider-Man story, and it's got, like, enough of the characters you know and love.
0: And no Miles Morales on the PC yet, right?
2: No. I I was just about to ask. I don't
1: think there's any... Is there specific news about...
2: They haven't announced that one yet. Okay. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I mean, I'm sure it it'll happen. Story. They just haven't done it yet. Um,
0: now that this is out there, that would make more mm-hmm. sense.
3: Um,
0: not
1: seen. Oh, fall actually. It looks like looks like a fall is Miles Morales on PC. Okay, potentially.
0: That's a, uh, that one. I would say even more, uh, even more bang for your buck. Just kind of uh, more compact.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Brad, you played a little bit of that into the breach. Uh, Alex, you had played some of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I have played some
2: more since then.
0: Okay. What do oh, you guys? Did we talk about this before?
1: We uh, did when
2: I downloaded the PC. Update. Oh, did we?
1: Yeah. Now I completely don't. Was that? Was that the week I was out? Maybe. Could have been. Could have been. Anyway, in my never-ending quest to cancel Netflix, uh huh, I went and downloaded Netflix's Into the Breach on iPad.
0: And what still do you, sounds what weird do you... to me. I,
1: I was like, I was curious to see what that process was like. And I mean, this has been out for what, three weeks now, something like that. Roughly. Um, but I expected for for whatever reason, I expected this would like be authenticated through the Netflix app. Like I was kind of as much as I had been desperate for a fucking iPad version of into the breach for years. The thing I was the most interested in was like, how is Netflix going to distribute Netflix exclusive games? Like, what is this? And I I kind of thought you would pull out the Netflix app and kind of do it through there. No mention of games in that client at all from what I can find. So how do you so get it? You just go to the app store and download it. And then what? For free. And then you have to sign into your Netflix account. Ah, when you open okay. It. Okay. I kind, of, I kind of just assumed like the Netflix app would be your one-stop shop on your iPad for mm. everything Netflix. But anyway, mm. it's got a big fat N on the icon. In case you're wondering, it's red. Uh-huh. Uh, and that game is as glorious on a tablet as I expected. <laughs> Okay. I sure fucking wish I could just give them $15 and own it forever. That'd be nice. And maybe one day you can like, dude, man, like that that game's got so much replay value. Mm. There's so much to do into the breach is so good. Like I fired it up for the first time in like three years. And I was just like, man, man, that's uh. but what am I going to do? Like I can't fucking come on, man. I I will tell you what
0: I, I, into the breach aside. I, um, maybe I'm a curmudgeon
1: or a bad person. I don't know.
0: I don't want this to happen to more games.
1: No, like this sucks. This is, I mean, I'm sure it's probably quite lucrative for the developers who have signed these deals, if I had to guess, because Netflix has a lot of money.
0: I have nothing against the devs on this one. I just, I don't want versions or ports or actual releases to be tied up in like a Hulu subscription or a Netflix subscription. That's just, I
2: mean. And then, okay, so someone is probably going to draw the immediate comparison to something like Game Pass. The thing is, you can still go buy those games piecemeal. You know, like, if you don't have yes. Game Pass, you can still is, go get them.
1: That's right. Exclusive distribution. That is, that is absolutely the key here. Yeah. I, zero problem with this if I could also just go buy Into the Breach.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's what those people like Netflix want is, hey, this is a draw. Mm. I, I just... They sure do. I'm not wishing them failure, but I, I don't want that to become more of a thing where... Uh, I mean, especially games that you're like, reach rocks
2: and it's a great yeah. game. Also, uh, it's fairly cheap to just go get on PC if you need to go do that. I mean, having a mobile version is awesome. And that is a game I would totally play on mobile if it was not Netflix. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. Biddy yeah.
0: Up. And I have a Netflix account, but I've just been looking at all that stuff being like, I'm hitting the point where I think we're going to shave some off here. Uh,
2: I'm down to like a couple of subscriptions at this point and I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about Into the Breach uh,
2: in Uh, terms of the
1: update stuff? I I turned on all the new content right out of the gate and got immediately smoked. (laughs) Okay. So that's Into the Breach. All right. Clearly need to get my robot legs
2: under me again a little bit. It took me a couple of runs before I had a good one. Yeah,
1: it's interesting how granular that is when you start a new game. Like, it's just a bunch of checkboxes, and then what are the categories? It's like new mechs, new enemies, new... Objective types, I think. Yeah, mission mission types. Yeah. And maybe weapons or... Well, the weapons are part of the mechs.
2: Like, that's usually... There might be specific weapons that come as, like, gear. Oh, I remember what it... Also, there's the pilot XP system now, because the pilots get traits now.
1: Okay, maybe maybe it was new pilots or something like that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, they, they let you toggle on and off all the new different types of content individually, which is cool. Uh, okay. But, yeah, just turned it all on and died. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah, that that game. Like Fuck, man, I, uh, I've i said it so many times. Like, the iPad version of FTL was, like, I've played that thing endlessly. Yeah. And this would be just, like, this is just as good on a touch interface as I thought it was going to be. And I know the Switch version does have touch controls. They've added that in uh, at some points, but... That screen is too small compared, you
3: know,
1: hmm. rather play it on an iPad. I am not going to maintain a Netflix subscription to do so.
0: I wonder what will happen if like just the next time you boot, it doesn't authenticate. I'm assuming you don't have to sign in each time, but it's probably... no I, I'm, Yeah, it So them. can you play I actually, it offline?
1: I, I got the sense. I mean, I'd have to go down some more games to, to confirm. I got the sense that maybe you sign in once in the first game you download, and that might actually carry over to other subsequent games. Cause I think there's like two dozen of these. So what if you turn off your internet? on your iPad and try to launch it? Um, I don't know. It okay. may have some kind of grace period.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: All right. I should find out. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I get around <laughs> to canceling that Netflix subscription. <laughs> Maybe I'll just try to pull a fast one. Uh, uh-huh. I won't say anything. We'll, I'll bleep okay. all that whole part out. It sure <clears> does <throat> work with library books. I can tell you that.
0: Oh, <laughs> library for library. Maybe library um, will let you borrow. Oh the no, machine. they,
1: they, they released the, uh, they released the the, what in, the, the book? license. What am I trying to say? Like, okay. You know, yeah. yeah. The, the, the book is released back into the catalog for further being checked out. Okay. It just, doesn't, it just doesn't go unavailable on your device until you turn the internet back on. Got you. Okay. It's just, hey, look, something, you, can't, you can't renew when somebody else is waiting, which is usually. Sometimes yeah. You don't have time to finish the book in the first couple of weeks. Listen, I'm, so, I'm a slow reader.
0: All right. Alex. hmm Mario Kart DLC
2: yeah more of it more of it wave two baby what do you got wave two of six We're talking that, about it? this shit until the end of next year uh yeah they released the next two cups uh for mario kart dlc uh brad i think the one you will be most excited to hear about is waluigi pinball from the ds version okay hmm, that's a great that's a great track it's probably the best of this bunch
1: yeah anything anything from ds i will take still holding out for ghost valley one
2: yeah, haven't gotten there yet. Uh we do have also Mario Kart Mario Circuit 3 from the Super Nintendo. We have Calamari Desert from N sixty four, Mushroom Gorge from the Wii, mm-hmm. Snowland from the GBA. I never really played the GBA version, so I don't really know any of those tracks, but that one's fine. And of course more tour courses. New York, Sydney, and this other one, Sky High Sunday, which I guess is coming to uh Mario Kart Tour at some point. But uh it is a fine batch of courses. I think the other one maybe had a little bit more oomph out of the gate, and I'm not just saying that because it had Coconut Mall in it. You but I think you might be. I might just be saying that because it had Coconut <laughs> Mall in it. But, you know, I'm going to say right now, uh, Waluigi Pinball, great course, represented well here.
1: I, I'm scrolling the list trying to see, are they doing... No, they're not doing... I was going to say, are they doing like one track per game per wave? But no, there are... There's a lot of tour courses so far in all of these. Yes, that's what I was. There are three tour courses in this pack and only like one per game for each of the others. And there
2: were two 3DS ones in the first wave, so none in this.
1: Are you at the point where, like, you know, GBA version aside, that you didn't play much of? That you can just hear the name of a Mario Kart course and know exactly what it is.
2: Not all of them. I mean, there's ones I've played more than others. I've noticed they haven't really done any double dash courses in any of this, Uh, Hmm. and I'm not really sure. Different mechanics in it. Maybe because of the different mechanics. But I mean, the courses themselves should still work, I would think. Or you can just retrofit them. Maybe they're saving that for later. I don't know. Some of these are very familiar with. Like anything that's Super Nintendo, N64, or DS, I am extremely familiar with, and I'm just like, I know that course. So what?
0: Um. What was the thing we ran into with the new courses when we were trying to play online with the community? The issue uh, they had,
2: oh sorry. No, no, the issue was basically like they weren't going to launch them into the larger online ecosystem for another week. Oh, yeah, it was just okay. just another
1: questionable Nintendo online decision of some sort that okay. they put out new tracks and you couldn't use them in the tournament mode right away.
2: Is that I the mean, same case here? I, I don't, don't know. know. It's already been a week now, so I'm sure they're probably okay. out there by this point, but, you know, it, it weird choices, but at the same time, I mean, I think they are just letting people on, play those tracks online, whether or not they have downloaded the the DLC or not. You just can't play them in like on your offline modes.
0: Okay, all right. Mario Kart that DLC pack, that the whole thing was twenty bucks, right? If you want twenty five,
2: I believe okay. for for the whole for the whole like, thing all six. Oh,
1: that's not so bad.
2: No, no, oh. it was. I, I remember actually thinking that's pretty reasonably priced for the amount <laughs> of content they're putting in there. And granted, the number of Mario Kart tour tracks, maybe. Tracks that just slightly, but it's still a lot of courses. Can't deny that.
0: Oh, okay. Mario Kart tour sucks. <laughs> I don't know much about it, but man, it harsh. sucks.
2: Harsh. Right. It's bad Mario Kart.
0: Uh, finally, here my check in with the Elden Ring and, um, the Elden Ring fellas. I mm-hmm. can't stop. Did you get playing. the Elden Ring? I can't stop wow. playing that Elden Wild.
1: Ring. Well, That's the the only thing I keep seeing on the discord is how close to the end you thought you were and how much people were cackling at how much more you actually had to go. Oh my gosh. I thought, um, I thought thought
0: I had like four or five hours and then somebody said, no, that's more like 40 or 50. Uh,
2: (laughs) you are like a little baby child.
0: I'm I'm about 60 in 60 plus hours in. And some people said, you know, and I was like, well, no, if I just try to mainline towards the end. And like yeah, you're probably like fifty to sixty percent of the way there, um, which is just wild to me. Which is there's wild. a lot I, of video game there. I think that game is amazing. I I I got to the capital city, and it's just I, I've mostly I think run through it by this point. And it's like a whole new other game. It's like they put a whole other Souls game just in that game. It's got amazing, um, a kind of. Um, what do they call it with the storytelling that's built into the kind of scenery, environmental uh, right, like storytelling,
1: Yeah, die- diegetic, maybe.
0: diegetic was the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff going on. It's the, the weird, weird turn a corner. And like, what is going on? Why is this? Why are these bad guys weeping over these corpses? And like, what happened here? And, uh, it's, it's super cool. I just am find myself fascinated by that game constantly. I just, I want to keep going with it. I'm a little worried about the difficulty curve, mostly because I haven't been having that hard a time recently. I've been going out mostly with guides at this point, hunting down equipment and gear that I want, trying to finish up some some character arcs that are in the game. Again, with a guide next to me, because some of that stuff is pretty obtuse. And I don't know if that's really helped me, but the leveling came so fast and furious in that city I felt like I was just gaining a level every run out, and I'm at the point huh. now where I can dump. It cost me about sixty thousand so uh, runes to level up, and I was losing twenty twenty five thousand in a clip, and being like, ah, it's not big. I'll just make them up on the next run. And I said that to somebody in the Discord, like, oh, you're gonna get to the point where you're like blowing a hundred thousand on losing, and you don't care. That game, the the rune economy in that game seems incredible. Uh, it's It's just a lot of fun and and just sad. (laughs) It's just a sad
2: game. Yeah. It's it's not unusual for them, but nothing has
0: ended. And it's just freaking weird. It's a weird game.
1: There are a lot of formerly magnificent beasts that have fallen into ruin (laughs) and from software is going to document all of them. Mm -hmm.
0: It is also the, the world in this one maybe is my most the most fascinating from game I have played in terms of what is actually what you're able to pick up and, and are exposed to in this game. It's not like this. It's not necessarily like some other souls games where, Oh, look at this monstrosity. Look how many eyeballs it has. It's more, what is the relationship between all these characters that seems fairly developed in this game Hmm. uh, and, and interesting. And I've gone through and I've watched a bunch of videos and I've, I've tried to read the descriptions on things to get more of it. it it's just, it's just keeping me engaged and hooked. And I, it's what I want to keep playing constantly. I want to get back in there and keep marching forward.
1: Who is, who is your YouTube lore meister of choice? Oh, it's body. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I assumed.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's Vadi. Uh, body you know. body. We like to party. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've watched a bunch. I've, I've tried to watch some for stuff I've, Navigated already to not have too much spoiler, but even with the spoilers I don't care. Like I've said it before, I think I said it last time I will look up a specific thing I'm looking for, pin it on the map, and it'll still take me two days to get there
1: because I'm just wandering off into other places to go to go find it. Oh, man, man you were making me... You're making me want to get back into that game while you're still playing it, even, <laughs> even though you're way past where I left off. Like,
2: Apparently, I've got 40 more hours, so you hey. got plenty, plenty, of time left. But um,
1: maybe, maybe I'll jump back in. Look, here's in the thing:
2: time. my partner's going to be out of town for a week, starting beginning of next month. I might, maybe that's, maybe that's a good time for me to my, get back. Uh,
1: my, my fear is if I put Horizon down to get back into Elden Ring, I will oh, never finish Horizon. You will never go back. You should just power uh, through it. I'm trying. Some some aspects of that game are wearing out their welcome.
0: Yeah, it goes on too long
1: to, to the point that I am not playing it as often as I was because mm, I should really turn on some of those assists.
0: Yeah, do it. Just don't don't farm the the uh, the mats. You know, turn on the yeah, assists so you get them so they don't blow up.
1: It's not even that. It's like just the some of the protracted battles in general just are like, man, I have done this fight so many times. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, uh, did you have you kept up with the 1.06 patch notes
0: uh, in the Discord? I made sure my build you, wasn't completely
1: was, destroyed. Okay, really. well, shit, I was going to quiz you, I was uh, quiz you if the if the Bloodhound Step nerf had any bearing on your
2: playstyle. But uh,
0: I use the Bloodhound Fang and a Bloodhound Finesse is my move on there, and I think that's a different thing. So, oh, I opened uh, for the
2: Bloodhound Fang one time.
0: <laughs> they're good. They're they're nah. good. The roof, the roof is on fire. <laughs> yeah. uh it's i love that sword i tried switching to the uchi katana and um i i may I need to power it up more i just i like the move set on that bloodhound Fang. it's a, it's it's a cool build hey man, there's no shame in picking a weapon so i went
1: all the way with it
0: i did do the thing where i reached the point where it's like okay i want a little cheese in my pocket i was just a nibble of cheese i got a lot of cheese so i got this thing The the Scarlet Rot is the the thing that is uh, other sold games have had rot and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. where you kind of get it's poison damage. It's like tick. Rot's the worst. Yeah. So, um, but I got this spell that basically lets you cast rot on the baddies. So on boss fights, you can cast. Yeah, you can cast the rot on the bad guys and then run around in circles while their health ticks down a bit, which has helped me in a bunch of uh, situations and uh i've got some pretty good ash summons at this point so I'm, I'm pretty happy with my build and the way i've been going and where i've spec if people are wondering what i'm up to um i i think mainline i just finished margots the omen king or Margot i don't know Margot margot the omen king and i finished Is this like a sauron Sauron thing so the like i was saying the the characters in this game are complicated in terms of their lore and mm-hmm. multiple names so what's the name it's M- Mar- Mar- marguerite Mar- there's
2: margaret who is that other guy like first
1: is the first big boss i'm
0: just going to say it's it's, it's kind of complicated so okay. there's there's a lot going on there um i don't want to give away any any story stuff but i also i think i wrapped up Rani's quest uh uh if people know where that is too, and I'm trying to do Millicent's quest line uh, in the background there. I, that game, I I love that game. It, it might be, it might crack a list for me for all time. I'm like, I'm just she really, is- yeah, I'm really, really being drawn to it. Um, so nice to go into it and and during this kind of break between giant games and be able to sink the extra time I have into it. Really, really enjoying it. Uh, th- that capital city is fantastic. I think I think that area is. The music that's in it, the the characters that are in it, it's great. It's great. I can't, I'd, can't wait to play not,
1: more. Sorry. Normally, I would be feeling some pressure right now of like, well, crap, I may have missed my window because games are about to start coming out again. But I feel like releases are probably <laughs> going to be sparse enough this the whole rest of the year that I could probably still finished horizon and Elden Ring. You
2: know, I think if when we get to the news, we may have a little more about that as well. So I was just yeah. going to say, give it another two weeks. Everything it's just, will be delayed. It's just, yes, it's just
1: kind of a, kind of a weekly delay watch at this point. I mean, not, not to say there are no games like, you know, uh, Saints Row is out this month. Roller Drome.
2: No, I'm yeah. saying it. No video
1: games. None. But Splatoon. Splatoon is out next month. Like yeah. there's stuff, but uh, but
0: maybe not those big narrative-heavy games. Like um, I think those giant time sinks. Basically, sorry, I, I forgot where God of War is now. That's still this uh, season, November. Right? That is that now, is currently is. still on. Okay, so that that'll be the one that'll probably be where I have to have some stuff out of the way because I I want to play through that.
2: I, at the you rate know. you're going, I think you can get there by November. I <laughs> we'll think we'll
0: see. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, it's. I'm really, really
2: enjoying it. So, what's, the, so, what's the hardest uh, boss you've beaten so far? Oh, man. What took uh, you the most time or most frustration?
0: There are these twin bosses, these Crucible Knights that I ba- was banging my head against for a long time. It's the thing that made me go get the Scarlet Rot thing, the twin Crucible Knights. Okay. Uh, they, were, they were pretty hard. Uh, I beat some bosses in one, one go, which was pretty amazing. That's pretty baller. I, Again, I am not afraid to go do some cheese.
2: Oh yeah,
1: nor uh, should you be. Yeah, yeah. First, so, first try. You mean first try? Yeah. I, mm, I started. To <laughs> a lot of people call that one-shotting a boss now, which makes me irrationally angry.
0: So, uh, so the the one I'll say is that Margot, the the omen. I was I was kind of fearing getting up to, and I I summoned. Um, Millicent is this NPC you can summon she did 90% of the work. I just mm-hmm. kind of okay. ran in there at the end hey, and, and kind of in the game. It's in the game. It's I ran valid. in there at the end and did a couple of, uh, bloodhound finesse moves and took them down. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, those, those, t- those crucible nights were, were real rough for me. And, um, those, those are maybe the, some of the toughest, and the toughest one is probably that first boss, uh, uh Margaret, is when we, when we first started playing, Dude, I
1: fuck, fuck that boss.
0: Cause I, I, spent so much time before the Ash summons fighting that before I had the Ash summons. And then, uh, after that, um, yeah, Elden Ring. All right, let's take a, another break here. We'll come back with the news. Stick around. This week's show is brought to you by express VPN, Alex Navarro, Brad shoemaker, you're not going to walk out of the house naked, right?
2: Not if I can help it. You're going to put your VPN on first. Yeah, of course. Of course. One leg at a time like I always do.
0: <laughs> Express VPN is the easiest way to browse safely, securely, and just better. I just use Express VPN. I was away on a trip. I've had Express VPN for a couple of years here. When I got on that hotel Wi-Fi, I slipped right into Express VPN. One click, Very easy get in there and then i was able to access the internet let's say
1: yeah. what are you doing on that vacation there i
0: was i had to access my github account uh-huh. and i was doing yes. some coding and then sure. i sure i used my express vpn and then vpn into my home computer
1: A likely story
0: uh-huh and then uh i watched uh you know i watched uh some videos uh you know and it's That's fast what they enough.
1: all say
0: it's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD, problemless, on the hotel Wi-Fi. And they didn't know—they didn't know a damn thing. It says here you can connect the ExpressVPN and you won't even realize you have it on, which I can vouch for. It's pretty seamless. So right now, go to expressvpncom nextlander, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash nextlander to get three extra months of ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash nextlander. Thanks, ExpressVPN. Welcome back, everybody. And it's time for the news. Boy, this news this week. What a shocker, folks. What You a won't shocker. believe it.
1: You won't believe what Super Punch-Out did now. Did you know that a 28-year-old game might still have undiscovered cheat codes? How is it? Brad,
0: what is going How on is here? This poss- How is it possible? Trying to, try
1: to keep the news a little light this week. Okay. Uh, some, some, mostly some stuff for funsies in here. But this is legit bananas. <laughs> uh, so a Twitter account that go, currently goes by the name Unlisted Cheats uh, they, they appear to be some kind of like Famicom hacker looking at their GitHub profile. Looks like they do a lot of work on old video games of some mm-hmm. sort of oh, an open source nature, perhaps. Anyway, they also run this Twitter account. I'm just going to read the first line of this tweet. While doing some request work, casually found some new cheats in Super Punch-Out from SNES. Uh, they have found a goddamn two-player mode in a Punch-Out game. Wow. That has that has lain unknown since this game came out about twenty eight years ago. That's wild. That's so, pretty
2: awesome. So, is this one of those things that like could have been a mode at some point, but they just buried it because they decided it wasn't like uh, they weren't going to fill it out, or is it literally like it's a cheat that just no one found?
1: It's hard to say. So, it's they discover two new codes, and like the, the two player mode actually seems to kind of descend from the other one, which is that there's a kind of exhibition fighter select mode you can get to. Yeah, you can do a single
2: fight against any of the characters in the game, right?
1: Yeah, so all the cheat codes in this game were like, hold a couple of buttons and hit another button, and the previous ones have been known forever. Um, What was it? I think it was a sound test, was it? Yeah, sound test, and you could put in Japanese language names. Uh, But then now they have found if you hold the Y button and the R shoulder button, and then press A or start, it'll take you to essentially a choose your fighter screen. Where you can just fight anybody in the game, just one off. Incredible. Uh, and then, once you're in that mode in the character select, if you hold B and Y and then press A or Start, now the second player, the person on controller two, is controlling your opponent.
0: I think you have to do all of those weird combinations. On the second player's controller, and then you push you push A or Start on the first player's controller. I think is that's, that is that right? I think so. I think I think so, that was so further down.
1: Okay, I, I would guess. I would this. I would say at most, this is maybe something they like trialed or. It sounds like a debug away. mode to me but, for them yeah, to test
0: all the characters.
1: That's that's very possible. Or maybe they thought, hey, we should like prototype some two player mm-hmm. stuff and see how it is, and then realize like, eh, maybe not for real because like. Perspective doesn't change, you know, it's still a 2D game, so it's not like you can get a view from behind the other player, so you, I don't know how easy that would be to control the character who is across from the player character.
2: So that's the question I have, is that, okay, so when you're doing the two-player mode, does someone always have to be a little Mac? Is there always one player that is a little Mac?
1: so the yeah the the select screen is a little Mac versus one of these portraits. Okay, so you can't of, run Gabby J
2: versus the fucking
1: clown <laughs> guy. Okay, no no no. You know, you know like they wouldn't have sprites for the characters from a reverse angle. So
0: right, that
2: makes sense. Um, That's still
0: neat though. I'm more can, curious how you execute their supers. Like no, you know, like what combination of things to you know do a power do their three power moves they have. We should, we should. we should try and find
2: out. Yeah, we should I the thing i I am just mystified about this is that, given that that is how you unlock cheats in that game by just doing various button combos, do you mean to tell me that no overdedicated nerd in the last 28 years just tried all the possible button combos in that game?
0: So I mean, again again I think you I think this goes in on the player 2 controller and why would you ever have a player 2 controller in on this game it's a single player game But to unlock
2: the exhibition mode you don't need that
0: uh, I think it says, it says the tweet says, sorry, completely forgot to mention all combinations must be held on joypad two, oh, then okay, a, yes. a, a or start on
1: JoyPad yes. one. Okay. You're right. That is, that is a good point. That, does that make is actually, that obscure. does make sense. I mean, yeah. Even, even before that, like somebody would, somebody better at math would have to fill us in on how many possible combinations <laughs> there are oh,
2: of. I'm sure it's a lot, but someone. It's, it's been look, a while, right? You mean to tell are, me in the history of video games, someone didn't just do it.
1: There's four face buttons, two shoulder buttons, start and Select. And D pad, if you really want to like be comprehensive, mm-hmm. somebody somebody run the numbers, let us know how many possible cheat codes there are. Uh, it's just it's so awesome to think about hidden stuff just being oh, yeah. out there for this long. Like, what else could be out there?
0: Uh, and people, um, people confirming it works on the uh, the Super NES Mini. You yeah, that I see. A bunch of
1: in the in the comments here, people playing it on the SNES classic mini whatever like playing it on the nintendo switch online version playing it on the mister yeah that's neat it is it's just there in the game we should we should bolt an emulator to parsec and Mm -hmm. mess around with this sometime
0: so i i do i in my heart i believe this was probably a test mode for this game so you could test out the uh dodges and you know so you don't have to wait for the ai to run through its routine for the developers to, Mm -hmm. to play test it like oh give it to the QA testers. Here, use this mode so you can you can practice against you know other, a uh people and AI you know the character select and all that. Stuff.
1: God, what if man? It'll never happen. What if they made a proper two player online Punch Out? <sighs> like, what if they just did that? I they bought they bought plot. next level. I bet they could pull it off. I would plots. Man, I
0: it'd be hard. I don't know if- yeah, sure. I mean, I, nothing I can't can't worth doing the AI. is ever easy
2: man.
1: I guess dude, like make all of these players characters I mean, all these characters playable, for, like for real. Hmm. And like give them a bunch of special moves and just turn it into a quasi fighting game kind of thing that could be cool. I don't know, too hard.
2: Finally I, Fight Night but good. That Wii punch out is pretty good, right? Yeah, it was I hard. It so. was good. I
1: never I never played that one. I I seem to remember people thought pretty highly of it
2: yeah i think it was pretty solid i i didn't that was not a game i have gone back to since i took my wii out yeah that
0: didn't come to switch right not to my knowledge okay i remember liking that i remember it being pretty good
1: looking too all
0: right brad let's move on to this next story here continuing on delay watch 2022 never yeah just
1: quit just quickly trying to keep everybody updated on what they can and cannot play this year Unless you like break into Farasis or something, you will not be playing Marvel's Midnight Suns probably this year. Probably they don't say for sure. They don't to be fair. They have just delayed the game with an indeterminate release date. It was due out in October. That is that is the Foraxis Marvel XCOM. Let's <laughs> say, would you say? Yeah, I would. Okay,
0: that's what I've seen at least.
1: Yeah, Mar- Marvel's Midnight Suns. It was supposed to be out in October. They have now said it'll be out in the fiscal year, which could be as late as next March.
0: That's a weird way to that to stretch out to get within this and then add fiscal year in there. You know, like yeah, it, well, it's,
1: that came yeah. out of the earnings call, so that made a little, makes a little more sense there.
0: Yeah, but then they their uh, their tweet is out with one of
1: those. What what are those called now? Those uh, they also they infographic also use, things. Yeah, is there is there a pithy like Twitter term? For, I mean, I was like, calling
2: the the app notes apology, but you, you know, <laughs> this is obviously wrote, not made in app notes
1: you wrote a bunch of text that won't fit in a tweet and put it in an image instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they did not put alt text for text to speech here. Anyway, it's a long lot. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're right. They do use fiscal year in this graphic on Twitter as well. That was not just the earnings call.
2: I'm sure that's so, what they were told to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, it probably. makes it sound like it's
0: like, Oh, it's coming out this Wait, who's gonna go look up fi- i asked alex before we started it's like what's fiscal year again when are, when are, when is yeah, that there's again? also
1: the part where like that is not necessarily the same for every company yeah um no i think anyway, for 2k
0: it is the end of march but they go uh, on to say yeah, um the the previous gen versions too and the switch are going to be a little later than that right yeah,
1: yeah is that always the case you know if they i those don't think i think that might be new but Um, okay anyway like there's a chance it'll still come out this year but for them to say this long of a window I would expect it's almost certainly next year
0: it's hey listen
1: kind of looking forward to this even though I've got like no Marvel interest at this point
0: I've got XCOM interest and I've got some Marvel interest so you know sign me up
1: it's just such a weird fit is the reason I want to check it out because like Mm -hmm. XCOM is such a soldiers with guns crouching behind cover kind of situation like that is the that is like, the complete opposite of what superheroes do. You know? it's
2: not, some do. So like I mean, the Punisher.
1: Well, okay, <laughs> there are a few. It's just the gun superheroes. I mean, you don't, <laughs> don't want
2: every getting... image comics guy from like you know nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety five. Fair, fair. You, you don't want Cyclops getting a direct hit, you know, I, in the okay, chest. Okay, fine.
1: Blade has fine. guns. Just keep I, un, completely undermine my argument. For I
0: th- I think the thing I would say though is, what XCOM didn't have was. And what Marvel, well, at least Bishop what has a I, gun. <laughs> I think is destruction, like terrain destruction, where like, oh, like Cyclops will level a building if he's inside of it and mm-hmm. releases his eye beams, like, or the every Marvel villain run destroys something in it in its path. You know, it's that yeah. that's not an XCOM thing necessarily. So Cable has a lot of guns.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh huh. Hmm. Well, so, anyway, it's just, yeah. it's
1: just an interesting mashup, and I'm kind of curious to see what that turns into.
2: Deadpool uses guns. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Deadpool's got the healing thing, so Deadpool can take a hit. Doesn't mm-hmm, have to be sure. behind cover.
0: Ah, uh, Deadpool was Deadpool was not on the cover for this, right? No. Okay. I think,
2: okay. Deadpool I think Blade turn. is in there, though, so. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I also understand all the delays. I yeah. got it. I got it. This is not the year. This ain't the year. Uh, no, no, it's not. All right. Brad, do you want to talk about this or set up this Everybody's Golf stuff? Uh,
1: We got any Hot Shots Golf likers around here? I have played some of them. It's a, it's a long-running series. Yeah. Uh, always been known as Everybody's Golf in Japan and is now known as Everybody's Golf globally because the last couple that came out here were Everybody's Golf and not Hot Shots Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, PlayStation. Generally a PlayStation. Honestly, the only reason I really threw this in here, I don't have a ton of affinity for Hot Shots Golf. just really wanted to get the pun master to come out of retirement and render a verdict on the trademark that Clap Hands, the developer, has... First of all, all, I Mm -hmm. love the name Clap Hands so much. Mm -hmm. H-A-N-Z. That's H-A-N-Z. Yeah. It's one of the better video game developer names out there. Uh, They've registered a new trademark in Japan for what... It certainly is a new golf game. What do you think? Easy come, easy golf.
2: I think it's good. I like it.
1: I didn't. Hmm, okay. I'm in right. favor. One vote for. Nah. No.
0: Back. Easy, easy come, easy golf.
2: Go yeah. Up. Yeah. Golf. Like Mass Alex. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like you just, you just Mass- tweak a syllable a little bit. It's right there. Yeah, oh, but God, mass this Alex really hits is, the syllables though. This
1: this really is just a shitty throwaway name for a short streaming series, isn't
2: it? Yes, <laughs> it that's is. right. It, well, not anymore because, is, because we can't man. we can't own that.
1: This is this is one hundred percent the type of terrible pun we would have put on a six episode good survey of golf games. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the a PS2 lot or of something.
0: golf puns you could have out there. I don't know, easy come, easy golf. It doesn't have. Golf, go, I mean, I, I mean, syllable count were right there, but, like, enunciation, and, and it just, I don't know. I think it's is better them- than
2: everybody's golf. Mm, sure, sure.
0: How about any time
1: golf? Uh, any time. Wait, hang on, did you read this story? I did read this story. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yes. In Japan, the name they registered for the Japanese version <laughs> is Itsudemo Golf, which is basically... Anytime I,
2: Golf. I like Anytime Golf more than I like Easy Come Easy Golf. I disagree. I think, I think that that name is just stupid enough that I'm on the, <laughs> the side of it.
1: Oh, hey. Uh, maybe um, nine games from now, they will finally rename the storied Easy Come Easy Golf series to Anytime Golf.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, right. Oh, yeah, golf. Golf is just a weird word at some point. Golf. 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 Yeah. Golf?
1: Um, golf
2: up yourself okay that's
1: a better name i would go with that that. i I can't use that for an episode title i'm sorry um i will say i don't currently have one
0: does does golf golf needs to be in the name hot shots
1: golf everybody's golf i mean yeah probably i also you know it's
0: golf how would you know how would you ever know a better name would have just been golf balls
1: Uh, golf. Dot with a Z? Balls. Golf. Dot balls with a, with a Z on it? Yes, what by Clap
0: Hands. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, that's it. Golf Balls. The whole show. There you go. That's good. I see. But you have to have golf in there. I think you have to have mm-hmm. golf.
2: Also, the whole show is probably something else you can find online. They, listen, you turn your safe search off. You get whatever you want. Never had it on in the first place.
0: Yes, yeah, stick it in the hole.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's no, a bunch we're of really of improving things yeah, here you, with these. Can, hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, Listen, all I know is that when I bought my Nintendo Entertainment System and I wanted a game that brought me some golf, I bought a video game that just said golf on it. Golf. Golf. That's it. There's no mistaking the what that game is. This is golf. This is kung fu. I want both those things. I'm buying both these games. Okay, this is golf is
0: also a great name for this series.
2: Uh,
1: that's, I would, that's, uh, not, that's not the worst, honestly. This,
0: yeah, this is Golf. Different Strokes. That might be copyrighted. (laughs) Okay.
1: Stroker.
2: That's definitely Mm. copyrighted. (laughs) Definitely. Stroker Ace. (laughs) Um, 18 holes must be filled.
1: Okay, good, good. Um, Look, I told you not to go through the beaded door. (laughs)
2: That's right. Yeah, this really is just like the Japanese adult video title bot on Twitter. Like at this point.
0: You know, there's a lot of just innuendo
2: in golf. You got balls and holes and, and strokes and clubs and birdies and slices. <laughs> you can probably and find a way to make that sexual. I don't know. Grass. Ca-
1: caddies.
2: Caddies. Um, cleats. tees. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> oof, yeah. The most sexual man alive. Just, just endlessly salacious. Yep. F- golf Mickelson.
1: doesn't
0: even rhyme
1: with anything. Go- golf. Golf, Frolf, Balf, <laughs> molf. It's, it's, Hang on, I'm gonna find your, one eventually. Dolph Lundgren. No f- Dolph, Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph
2: Lundgren presents golf. Yeah, Dolph oh, on man.
1: golf. Dude, I would play Dolph Lundgren's golf game.
2: Okay, what you want to do here? Uh, you're a <laughs> three wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dolph would, Lundgren is just your caddy. He just tells you what's going on. Uh, oh, that man. sounds great. And half the game is just trying to figure out what he's saying to you.
0: Um, Pretty good. Anyway, great Iron name. I think I'm
2: glad they're sticking with it.
0: Great. I'll be playing anytime golf. Thank you. All right. Uh, please post your, your uh, easy come easy golf puns in the chat. Thank you. Dolph golf. Dolph golf.
1: Uh, speaking of names, just figured we should weigh in real fast on this. I, finally, the nightmare is over. Mm-hmm. I can stop wrestling with whether I want to say it's the German way <laughs> or the everywhere else way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Coke Media, Koch Media, Coffee. doesn't matter because it no longer
2: exists. What is it, what is it now? Yeah, now it's whatever the fuck this, is. this Yeah, go for it.
1: P-L-A-I-O-N. Oh, play, play On. Play, play, on? Pl- play on? Are I mean, they going for be, Play On? It has to be Play On, right? I, that was my first assumption. But, like, it but they couldn't reads. call it Play
2: On because that is actually an app that already exists.
1: It just looks... It, like, when you say Play On, fine. It's totally fine. When you mm-hmm. look at it, Yes, it scrambles your brain. It, it looks so
2: like you're reading just, Pylon, kind of P L
1: A I O N. It just it just it, it reads wrong a bit.
0: Also, their <clears throat> their little logo is reminding me of something. Many things that I can't exactly tell what it is. Something maybe Google
1: esque or some something that yes. ribbon it kind of looks like the thing on my recycle bin downstairs. <laughs>
0: really reminds me of something. I'm
2: pretty sure this, like, this is the logo for a thing that lets you download videos off YouTube.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like, but like one of those free video converter sites where you go there. Yeah. You just put put the link in, and then 17 ads
2: fucking descend upon you. (laughs) And like, you
1: get some malware, but then they finally send you a, uh, a video link of some kind. A lot of, I was just gonna say a lot of command line tools out there that let you rip all that stuff directly without mm-hmm. with, while, while cutting out the middleman.
0: Uh, wait, so this is the, this is Coke, cock, coach. coach. I actually looked this up. Like oh, I actually, cause cock? I have,
1: I feel like I have nearly come to blows with people over this before. And what do we got They're straight up? They put out a video like a year or two ago. So like how to say the, and they, they straight up say both. Oh, they say right. in Germany, Coke media. Okay. Outside of Germany, Koch, well, they actually had the rest of Europe and then America, they actually had separate. The way they wrote it out in, in Europe, it was K-O-T-S-C-H, roughly. Okay. And in America, it was an A instead of an O. Catch? Yeah, like catch, catch, oh, catch, Oh, gross. Catch. I can see why they
0: changed this. Okay.
1: Yes, it was. They're going with the a Bostonian very,
0: pronunciation? Catch. It was,
1: it was kind of a silly video that they put out, but now, hey. It's all in the past. Also, just in case anybody has forgotten, this is, in fact, an Embracer subsidiary.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: They all are. Oh, you mean Embracer owns PlayOn now?
1: hmm mm-hmm. They sure do.
0: Play-On? Play-On? Play-On. They sure do.
2: All right. Play-on, today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a Play-On words. I wonder if they got tired oh, wow. of
2: the being mistaken for a company owned by the Koch brothers.
0: Oh yeah, I I mean, I I probably probably maybe a little bit, but I always every time I saw it. Oh
1: yeah, I'm I'm sure that happens, especially like it makes it's made even worse by the fact that they, the the Koch brothers donate to a lot of like public television type stuff. Mm -hmm. So you'll see like you'll see their name at the end of some PBS program quite frequently as a benefactor which just makes it seem even more like their media outfit. Well, shall we move on? We got one more story here.
2: Yes, please.
1: Alex, help me out here. Mm-hmm. They're making a live-action Pac-Man no, they're not. movie.
2: No, they're not. What? No, they're not. What? No, they're talking about this. They're they are putting this into into play. But I'm I am telling you right I, now, this will go the way of the Tetris movie. I don't know this so, will go the way so, of the of the Asteroids movie.
1: As as I was looking through other news stories, I didn't put this in there because why would I? But now I have cause to mention that the Sonic the third Sonic the Hedgehog movie just got a release date. Yeah. Like, those things are doing gangbusters.
2: Yes, and I'm telling you, that's because people will go see a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. No one in the fucking planet will go to a Pac-Man movie.
1: Oh, you may very well be right, but they're not going to find that out until after they make it.
2: I don't know, man. Like, the the history is littered with people saying, I'm going to make a thing that's based on that video game that does not sound like a thing that should be a movie, and then they don't make that movie.
1: Oh, Chuck Williams of Sonic the Hedgehog is working on this.
2: I still don't as buy matter, it.
1: As a matter of fact.
2: What is a Pac-Man story? That's, that's Pac- kind of Pac-Man
0: cool. comes through a portal into the human world. That's pixels. The, that's No, like a Pac-Man, like a Sonic. Just replace Sonic
2: with Pac-Man. And he's got to get back. He's got to save Pac-World. Here, here is where the disconnect is. Sonic the Hedgehog, whatever you want to say about the current state of the video games and the state of the video games when they started developing this live action film. There is a brand awareness, and there are places where kids can enjoy Sonic. There were cartoons. There were things. Sonic was in the public consciousness in a way that Pac-Man all but isn't at this stage. It's it's Pac-Man. Yeah, we say that.
0: We're over 40. My kids know what a Pac-Man is. Do they care enough? No, they don't care, but they know what a Pac-Man is. They don't know what Pac-Man fever is, but they know what a Pac-Man is.
1: Good enough for me. $125 million. Here you go. You got it.
0: Yeah, Pac-Man comes through some portal. He's got to get back. He's got to save Pac Land. But who's the villain?
1: He comes. He comes flying out of the sky and lands in a dumpster, and then yeah. he wanders um, into an erotic cake store. Oh, sure.
2: Yes. And, mm-hmm. I know. see where you're going with this. Yes. Now I'm just uh, I'm put I'm putting my five dollars down right now. This movie will never happen. It will get to the production pre-production stage, and it will never actually happen.
1: Yeah, there is nothing here about what in the name of God this could actually be.
2: That's because they don't know they're like yeah. at some point they talk to Namco Bandai and they're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. See where you go with it. And they got some people involved and they're going to spend a little money trying to decide what it's going to be. And then at some point they will just decide to work on something else.
1: Oh, man, I hope we get a gold rush of shitty, ill-advised video game movies. This because movie of, will come of, out because of like like the Sonic stuff. And if the Super Mario, if the Mario movie does well. Like, I hope everybody tries to make some two-bit video game classic video game character into a movie and they're all terrible. Oh,
2: you mean unlike the last 30 years of video game movies?
1: Well, yeah, but it's the part where this is live action. Like, the Mario thing is all CG, so that's like, you can kind of imagine what that's going to be. This is described as a live action Pac-Man film.
0: This movie will come out and Pac-Man will floss in it. Uh, that's that's my prediction they will and it will be in the trailer him flossing and he's and he's gonna be like what because you can't really floss with his arms and it's gonna be like a gag I'd, in the joke
1: I, I started to say but pac-man doesn't have teeth but I'm, i think that it's one mm, of those no, things where the, people would not take that as a joke even though it clearly is. Mm. Mm. it's
0: wrong. all right it's wrong flossing thank you yes no
2: that's yep. yep the
0: only my question is would or do you bring the ghosts in or is it
1: just some like is it just some military... No, they're in the, they're in the teaser
2: trailer <laughs> at the end. They're in the post-credits stinger. Would okay.
1: you say military? What was like, oh, Pac-Man? Yeah. Pac-Man captured by the military and subjected to oh, a yeah. experiments. experiment? If they're oh, going to do, do this, that's, that's what the, they're doing. That's the plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The military uh,
0: wants Pac-Man as a weapon. Oh, of course. He can eat anything.
1: <laughs> he can eat can, through any armor.
0: He's like... They give him the power pellet, and like he is like tearing ass through everything, so... Uh, I think, yeah, it's definitely the military and it's the military played by some, it's a comedic take, you know, it's some serious actor that plays, you know, uh, it's like John Cena doing the military thing, but for goofs For for goofs, he was in, he was the military thing, but was kind of goofy and something recently. He's the military guy in a
2: lot of things. That's kind of what they <laughs> but cast him as. Played for
0: laughs. See the military guy in a Sonic movie. I can't even remember. No. You might
2: be.
3: Okay. It's going to be a great movie
2: invest no take it no take, just, i just won't just put
0: your money it's in not it. gonna
2: happen i got i got i've got an abe lincoln on this
0: well i i will bet you five dollars that it comes out okay yeah i'll take that bet this is it this is it this is it wow. five dollars and i have to clarify if it comes out and, but it winds up being, like, uh, some kind of Disney Plus thing. Or it's some no, that still counts of, as coming
2: out. Okay, okay. If, I'd say, okay. did they make a movie? I don't care where it comes. Is, if, did they mm-hmm. actually do or the TV work series. to make a movie? Or TV? They, don't, they didn't say a TV series. Okay. They said a movie. All right,
0: all right, all right. I love it. Five dollars. You got it.
2: Five American dollars. Oh, my God. This is which gonna is going to be worth <laughs> a lot less by the time we, this thing actually <laughs> comes out
0: like the the problem with your part is there's a there's a time when i could win otherwise the bet goes forever Mm -hmm. like otherwise it could be 40 years from now and they they have a new project that's like oh we're bringing this Pac man thing back it'll be like
2: alex it's called playing the long game
0: (laughs) where's my five dollars but you need you should say this movie in 10 years you owe me five dollars. No, I don't, I don't,
2: I think, and here's the thing, I'm saying this project, they could Uh start making a different Pac-Man movie like seven years from now, and that's a different bet. This one that this production company is talking about making will never happen. That is my bet. We,
1: we, we have to, oh fuck man, I was going to make a comment about, oh, this podcast has its very first wager. Uh huh. We have to move into emails right now. Okay. Because I don't know how much longer I can sit here because I think I just came the closest to maybe getting sick from something that I saw that I've ever been. Ew. I was preloading the first email. Okay. For the emails section, podcast at nextlander.com.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: it's about puns. Okay. It's from Gerard in Massachusetts. Hey, see, we've paved the way. We've done some pun work already on this particular Very show. punishing, yes. All right, I'm just going to read this. I don't know if you guys want to go look at this or not. Probably not. Well like you might, you might not care. Okay. Maybe it's a me thing. It's a me thing. On Ramblecast fifty nine, Vinny wondered if any morgues use body related pun names.
2: I'm out. Okay. Okay. No, okay. no, it's not. Okay. There's no
1: real dead body stuff okay. yet.
2: Okay. It's worse. Now I'm out. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is it?
1: While not exactly the same, I used to work in the medical simulation field. Uh-huh. Okay. Basically, I, which is basically a hospital's special effects department. Uh-huh. And I'm here to tell you that Vinny's sense of humor is alive and well in this industry. Our job was to simulate medical procedures, and thus we had to buy or build all manner of simulated body parts for the doctors to practice on. Uh-huh. To do this, we relied on such vendors as Sawbones. Okay. And this is the one that... Fantastic okay, podcast. This, this is the one that I just... I. Go to this link. Go to this domain at your own peril. Syndaver. That's S-I-N. S-Y-N. Oh, S-Y-N, oh, like synthetic? synthetic cadaver. Okay. Go to that.
0: No thanks. No, I'm out. I don't know. It's,
1: nope. Dude, I. Mm.
0: I'm doing it. Okay, Alex likes hard. There's a big
1: animation. There's a big front page animation. Just be warned. But I just I. I okay,
0: I, Syndaver. Alex I'm is
1: like, going. Oh God, I see it reflecting. Oh yeah, in the that's fucked frame. up.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah that's pretty <laughs> fucked up
1: oh no oh man oh man, oh, man. they made a hellraiser
2: dog holy shit
1: i ju- I, ju- I feel a little queasy just thinking about it
2: oh <laughs> uh, this is really i know this is just really stupid i love it it's
1: it is it is a full synthetic like um i'm trying to think like what is what is the the human anatomy like not not cross-section but the like
0: oh the layered oh, yeah, the yeah.
1: layered approach of like yeah. like the invisible here, man style here, yeah like here's the skin and then here's the musculature and then yeah. here's the skeletal system and the blood. so they've got a like a real looking cadaver that is everything but the skin and they are like working its face to make it make facial expressions oh you
2: guys are not going to be happy when we do Hellraiser for one of these hell like, watch watchcasts.
1: Ma- almost making it talk oh they're like showing the uh, dental work on I it i can't man i can't i'm never looking at that again <laughs>
0: Uh, if you scroll down to the T posing Sindaver mm. <laughs> with the like doing a split, hey, listen, they do good work, Sindaver. Cinda- C- I don't. They, they do not sponsor pun? this podcast, that's we not, cannot vouch for their work.
1: That's not so much a pun, but I didn't even finish reading this email. Uh, mm. We relied on such vendors as Sawbones, Sindaver, and my personal favorite, Limbs and Things. Mm. Okay, that's a good name. Which is not. That's wow. That's really okay. The Limbs and Things website is perfectly perfectly safe for work
0: <laughs> L- limbs and things is a good name to put on a
1: business card like that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good you're
0: either a uh, tree tree cutting service or you're in some specialty uh human business
1: yeah uh i've, I've seen some of the stuff in person before like people i know that work in medicine let's say like i've seen the little the little fake arm that you practice running ivs on mm. stuff like okay. that
0: to check the uh check the manufacturing tag next
1: time see if you recognize mm. the company
0: mm. hey is that a uh is that a sin diver what do you uh, what do you got going on over there?
1: out limbs and things sean in ireland on the reason WatchCast, you were marveling at the basic spray bottle that mccoy used to fix that guy's hand and how low the prop budget was you remember this i do mm-hmm. uh for people who didn't listen to that there was a scene in sickbay where mccoy straight up takes the most generic ass 20th century looking spray bottle you've ever seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> like sprays it on a dude's hand to fix it and then he just like goes about his merry way and we thought that was hilarious. Sean says, the thing is, in 1966, a plastic spray bottle was a marvel of modern technology. Hmm. Uh, When every every bottle was glass and plastics weren't that commonplace, the trigger-actuated spray bottles we know and love today were only recently invented in 1966 and weren't widespread. That episode could very easily have been the first time anyone watching it originally saw anything like that. Uh, now Now it's extremely mundane, but in 1966, it would be like seeing a 3D printer for the first time today.
0: Interesting. There we go. Okay.
2: Wow. That's do you think DeForest cool. Kelly nearly had a heart attack the first time they showed him one of those? He's like, "What is this devilry?
0: Uh, what am I? How do I use this thing? When I put my hands around it? Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a spraying poly- water on a guy
2: that fixes him. No one will believe that. <laughs> Here, give me
0: this probe to stick in his gut.
2: Gut, if you're lucky.
1: Have we talked about secret bases lately? Not lately. Remy from the Netherlands. Not this lately. Let's come up, this up on a and a or something that we did.
2: Not that I'm aware of.
1: Remy from the Netherlands wants to know what our what our secret layer of choice would be. Oh,
0: probably some kind of like fly, constantly flying thing.
1: Ooh, wow. Huh, yeah. bold.
2: Yeah. yeah. That sounds, that sounds noisy. It seemed also very yeah. heavy on fuel costs.
0: Oh, yeah. It's tough in the, in
1: you're the a super yeah. probably actually a line,
2: probably not very
0: secret these days with, you know, radar and everybody being able to just fly around. I, you know, I take it back. Deep sea ocean.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess that is a, that is 100%. OK, so let's assume that there no disasters will ever befall you. Mm, yeah, yes, absolutely. Undersea base yeah deep sea made though. out of glass. I wanted to make I want it made out of like the thickest glass in the world.
2: See, the thing I've learned is that I can't do uh deep water pressure. It just fucks with my brain in a mm-hmm. major way. so i I'm taking the deep ocean out, and I'm gonna make one of two other options here: a uh, constantly moving train that never stops. Mm-hmm. okay yep. uh, or Arctic mountain base.
0: okay. A- Arctic mountain base is cool too.
2: Yeah, because it's you know, high elevation, uh, mm. it's cold. And I mm. like that. No volcano bases for me. Too no. hot. Too hot. Too hot. Yeah. Don't like it. Good good energy source though. Yeah, but it's nice. It's cold. You can just go outside and it's like, ooh, yeah, nice mm. little chill. Moon base? That
1: was in this email. So yeah. yeah. Nob nobody, nobody, nobody went for the moon base. Yeah, it yeah. seems
2: hard. And also there's just nothing on the moon. It's just a shitty rock. What? as, as far as you know, as far as you know. As far as you know.
0: You don't know. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Have you been there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's yeah, I have. has been there. It's all staged. No, I've been there. I'm I the only the one. <laughs> I set up my base that I can't Neil hold. Armstrong, lying piece of shit, but me, I've <laughs> seen it. Whoa. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's just a dumb rock. It's just a dumb rock.
0: That's why you don't want anybody to go there. Now I drilled you know. in there.
2: I looked for it. I thought there was gold at the center. There's not.
0: Yeah. Went all the way. Just more rock. It's wild. Uh, yeah, deep ocean seems cool. Who's going to go down there? Nobody's going down there. Yeah, who's going to bother? Nobody's.
2: I don't know, just the giant squid that lives there? It's cool. That's like the security mechanism. I I like calamari. It'll be fine. Do you have any idea how hard it is to house train those things? And then you could just draw, like, you know, if you know where it is
0: and you adjust for currents, you could discreetly get a delivery to your base. You Mm -hmm. could put enough weights on that thing where it will sink to the bottom of the ocean. You just got to do a little math and figure it out. Or you got to have a really strong magnet and it'll pull the cool thing down to your base. What
2: if the delivery requires a
0: signature? (laughs) You got to pull the guy down too. You got to. Are the Amazon
2: drivers really not fucking put upon enough at this point? You want to make them deep sea dive so you can get your fucking neck pillow.
1: (laughs) I got to sleep. I could go for a neck
2: pillow.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. It said prime on it's two days. You got to get this here. Um, they don't make enough money to deal with this bullshit, Vinny. Man, it's listen, it's my base. I do what I, I got stuff there anyway. My my basement base is starting to unfortunately warm up down
1: here. Oh, your basement. I, my, I get Oh,
0: it. my underground basements. My underground basement. Mm, yeah,
1: sub your, your subterranean lair.
0: Yeah, it's great. Have you heard about its toilet? It's fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Um that's what that's that's where you put all your prisoners. <laughs> listen we're gonna get it sorted out
0: alright uh, the email address again uh, podcast at nextlander.com
1: that's right what podcast we, at nextlander.com one day we'll say that confidently
0: soon. podcast <laughs> at nextlander.com catch it want to thank everybody for joining us this week if you want to support us you can go over to the Patreon that's patreon.com slash nextlander got a bunch of different tiers there Those tiers are going to get you things like earlier access to the uh, watch cast. You're going to get things like the video ramble cast, all sorts of stuff. The ramble cast in general, all sorts of stuff throughout all those tiers. Find one that fits your lifestyle. One of those tiers on the Patreon is the mysterious benefactor tier. And we like to read those names here on the show. Alex Navarro, can you
2: take us through this week's mysterious benefactors? No, because we don't like to read those names. We love to read those names. I love it. Let's love do it. it. Our mysterious benefactors for this week are John Richardson, Vornak, Corey Porter, Vinny's Giant Booga Boogas, James Smith, Brian Lussier, Skywarp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller. Nick Donegan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, J.M., Jerry Lee, Gary Pejski, Conrad Kuzman, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, The Bunny Crime Cinematic Universe, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics, Andrew Jackson, Razgriz2, Brian Murphy, Trevor and Adrian R., Kevin Velado, Randy Duax, Mark Allenbach, Aaron Gonzalez-Beer, Andrew Teepkin, Alex Wu, It Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese.
0: Thanks again to all of our mysterious benefactors for this week. We really do appreciate it. You, along with the rest of the patrons and the people who are listening and supporting us, make all of this possible. Other things you make possible, are our gabriel night 2 series that is going on which i think will have its finale this friday that's so, right
1: and and if, if there's time i think we're gonna play some gabriel night one
0: that's right that's right. very excited
1: i need to select a new graphics card though
0: Ooh, all right well we'll see what happens there tim curry might be joining us for that one uh we'll see but abby russell will definitely be there on friday uh, we got Thursday, that Star Trek 25th anniversary game. Let's see if we can get the crew uh, killed once again and get our uh, pristine Starfleet rating. On Monday, we checked out some of that Hitman 3 new map. Uh, Brad completed the map and then uh got up to some shenanigans afterwards. Some oh, that shenanigans. was a Hitman map? Yeah, I got to go play that one. I got to make my way through it. I got to tear myself away from Elden Ring. Got the Watchcast, like we said earlier on in the show. We got uh, uh, Red October up, Mm -hmm. and then over on the Patreon side, we've got some more Star Trek happening uh, as we wheel our way through this. If you want to catch next week's, you want to prep on next week's, Alex, how can people
2: do that? Uh, Well, you can uh, find wherever it's streaming or download it or rent it or buy the Blu-ray or whatever have you. You're going to want to watch 1995's Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Starring Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman.
1: I started to just blurt out what I thought of the movie and then I was like oh wait. No. Maybe I should
0: save that. Gotta save it. Uh, Drew Scanlon joins us again Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, uh, to to talk about Crimson Tide. Uh, And uh, the Ramblecast also up at this point and then this Friday we'll have Never Been a Better Podcast going up as well with uh abby russell and austin walker you can check those out over on the patreon side of things it's gonna do it video games it's gonna do it video games games. uh thank you brad thank you alex and we'll (laughs) be back
3: next week